Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to SpacesPhilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit SpacesPhilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, the quarantine team. How are you guys feeling today? I hope everyone's feeling well and is feeling safer out there. Make sure you shower, make sure you wash your hands, make sure you sanitize, make sure you wear them gloves and masks, and be careful out there. But we're going to talk about a lot of things today. But first, let me introduce my panel. We got the man with the plan. If you need him, yes, Sazam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed podcast and the co-host of the Nerdgasm podcast, Mr. A&E. What's going on out there, everybody? Hope everybody's out there staying safe. Dang, you blasted through there. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, and then we have the man, the myth of reality, as Mr. A&E like to say, I will pay him his nickel. Q flow flow the rookie what's going on everybody we are here yes we are here and we are not only here by ourselves we have lady sketch in the building the host of the turntables hip-hop culture and beyond podcast how are you feeling today i am feeling tired but uh i hope you guys are staying safe out there wash your hands Yes, wash your hands please you should have been doing that in the first place you know right. we yeah yeah Everybody stay keeps too, man. What happened? Stay in the house too. Well, I... Do stay home. Well, I was told by Mister A and E that we need at least one hour of sun. I mean, that's cool. You can put on your suit, walk around your block, cool. That does not mean go to the playground or the basketball court. Or Belmont Plateau. Apparently, they were out there having like a whole ass family reunion, grilling and shit. Stop. But ball is life. Can't yeah. stop me from balling. <laughs> in your life. Imagine it. I'm, if you go out there and catch that, you know what? From out there playing ball, I hope somebody puts in your obituary him and his weak ass jump shot caught that virus. <laughs> yeah, no one wants the Heineken flu. Nobody wants that. <laughs> that that sounds worse. The Heineken flu. That sounds a lot worse. <laughs> I said that sounds painful. Yes. But it is not painful to listen to us on spacesphilly.com where you can find all our podcasts as well as uh, Turntables, Hip Hop Coaching and Beyond, No Gimmicks Needed, Junk Thoughts Over Tongue, and more. They're also on your favorite podcast applications such as Spotify, except for Turntables, Hip Hop Coaching and Beyond, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all those good podcast applications. And while you're there, we know you need to keep warm. So go get some Nerd Coalition merch. Yes. Before we get to work, we got to talk about the merch. You already know what it is. Isn't that right, Mr. A&E? 
Absolutely. As the weather is breaking up oh, and getting chilly again, you need to go and get your hoodies and your T-shirts at therealnerdcoalition.com. Make sure you get your Q-Flow merch. Make sure you get your Nerd Coalition merch. Make sure you get all the stuff above because, hey, it's still out there shipping. Essential workers are still busting their ass, and I'm just, I'm just saying it's going to take a little while, but I'm just saying it'll still get there. But, yes. however, I am not going to really stress y'all to buy our merch. Save your money for the groceries and the stuff for your family and need it as we get through this pandemic together. Yes, yes, do that. Do that, yes, do that. I wonder if we could get face masks made. I'm actually interested in that now. Get a nerd coalition face mask? Yeah. Everybody's making them at this point. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Logic just emailed me saying, yeah, I got a face mask. I was like, okay, is it black or white or mixed? Say, Which one is it? One says, I'm black, y'all. <laughs> it's like, okay, we yeah, get it. Like, we get it, man. <laughs> But yes, make sure you do that. And if you are walking uh, down the block, get your little hour of sunshine. Make sure you are safe. But get some headphones and plug in and tune in to Flow the Rookie's album, The War Drum. Make sure you listen to that. Isn't that right, Q Flow? Yes, sir. You can tune in to The War Drum. You can also listen to my uh, newer single, Bigger Than Us. Uh, I got the uh, mixtape. It's on the way. Swag her some... Uh... He heard some uh, early, early listens, man. He, he, I gave him a little sneak peek of the uh, mixtape. I mean, so we working, we working. Yeah, he told me not to leak it, so I apologize, y'all. So I, um, I do apologize. I wish I could, but I cannot. Yeah, no, y'all gotta wait. I, yeah, you gotta wait. But, but after you, oh, but after you take that walk, hey, obviously you don't have to wait. Like the rest of the people. Okay, you know, special privileges for the boss. <laughs> but before you guys, if you guys are done with your walk, come back inside and go to YouTube. Check out Mark Make a Movie. Yes, check out Mark Make a Movie. He has been going strong with his YouTube channel. He does uh, have some family. Uh, like he he's a parent now, so he got to get things together. But give it, be patient. Give us time. But. You can also subscribe to the Nerd Coalition channel where you can check us out. We have been doing live streams all week. I finally finished Resident Evil. I conquered my fear. That that was horrifying. And Final Fantasy, at long last, Final Fantasy VII comes out tomorrow. Well, I know not tomorrow. To nobody, so. Tomorrow, at the time of this recording, uh, <laughs> a Final hey, Fantasy VII. I don't, comes I don't out. have it. I wasn't planning on getting it, so you can, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet, Cause we got a lot to talk about on uh, no gimmicks. Oh yeah, but it's your boys out there being your boy out there being a pastor before Easter. Oh god! Oh lord! Oh lord! <laughs> you can find out when no gimmicks needed. Okay, all right. I was about to say quick, quick crossover. Who did? Right. Yeah, find out on 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 on. But I do have good news, Mr. A&E. I did uh, purchase another game today, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. It was $4.80 on the Switch. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no. (laughs) Let me get that. (laughs) I was like, what? I'm like, maybe get this before Nintendo figure out their mistake real quick. Yeah. (laughs) So I did get that. Um, And I'll be trying it out a little bit later. But we have a full panel for you today. Since we were talking about games, we're going to be talking about the Marvel vs. Ultimate Alliance 3. We're going to have a review for Mr. A&E on that. My review of um, Resident Evil 3. Coffee and Kareem review. (sighs) 
We're going to be talking about toxic fan base. But first, you look, you're not going to get this anywhere. You're not going to get this on No Gimmicks Needed first. But there's a new wrestler in town. His name is Ezra Miller. Apparently, he has been practicing his choke slams on fans out in Ireland. I don't know what's been going on. Iceland? Was it Ireland or Iceland? I think it was, was it. I, no, Iceland. Iceland. My mistake. Iceland. Honestly, it don't matter. It's all bad. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. Location doesn't. Now, I have been trying to find. Everything is very vague from what I've been reading. Apparently, there were some very uh, aggressive and pushy fans coming up to Ezra Miller, asking them for like pictures and stuff like that. You know how fans are. And then, and Ezra Miller being intoxicated. He, uh, one of the fans jokingly said, Hey, you want to fight? And Ezra Miller, he was like, You know what? Sure. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) You will (laughs) die from the Rona or die from me. (laughs) And he went and choked her. And from what it looked like from the video, (laughs) yeah, it was a her. It was definitely a her. From the video, it looked like they were at a Walmart, but it was a very lit, uh, well-lit bar. And that was most of the information I could find. There was nothing in the background that I've seen because I kind of want more information on this story. I'm not sure if Mr. A.N.E., you found any on your end well, of the search? No, I, I didn't find too much more as you did, but I did see the video. Yes, I did see the video. I did see the video. And the only thing I heard is that you really want to, you want to fight? You want to fight? And then that's thing you know, they just started, he just started choking her. The question is, as I was listening to some of my movie guys on YouTube, stuff like that. So it looked, that is Ezra Miller in the video, correct? Yes. It looked like a middle-aged mom. Yeah. Uh, see, the question is, see, a, a lot of things can be, you know, Put two or you know, and I, I'm trying to figure out before I say because I ha- I'm still trying to use the word allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I didn't say anything yet. I'm just saying, um, is it a hundred percent in like, or, or is it all like a gag thing, or is he really trying to choke this girl out? I. I can't tell. The only reason why I would say he was trying to is because he was drunk, and you really don't have a grip of yourself when you are drunk. He didn't have a grip of her neither, but yeah, yeah he, that, exactly, exactly. So it's like I can't really. She wanted to. Dude, you see the way he was running in flash? Of course, anybody could whoop his ass. Uh huh. You know what? Okay, I'm trying to uh, watch the video now. It ain't but six seconds. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it, it was so fast. It's, it. So the only thing I'm trying to say, because you know, you always gotta be careful what you say out here, and I'm using using that word allegedly and things like that. I don't know if it's a group thing. Like that's, uh, are they all in on it? Why does the video stop right there when it does stop? And it, it looked like she's like into it, right? It's okay, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, for lack of a better term, it looked like she might be in on this. So, it, so it's like, like she took her. Like she was, she was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So it's kind of hard to judge and investigate, especially at these times, mm-hmm. what's truly going on in the video, right? And it's like you it, it, it kind of want more information. Now, first of all, no man as hard as I know it can be, no man should put his hands on no woman. Period. Well, we also had to be careful calling him a man. 
now because he came out as non-binary, I believe. Oh, is that what he is? Yeah. What is that, I don't know the details, so I cannot... He doesn't uh, go by... A gender, I believe. He identify as male or female. Right. It's, it's, it is a it's, human it's, being. I don't want to... Yes. However... Construe it, but... Right, but however, as male appearing, the, the best we could say. Okay. Apparently, they're saying that he's not under investigation for it because nobody called the cops. So maybe it wasn't... Um, it was like a... It was in jest. I don't have. I have no idea. Could this have been a villain so they could probably set up to try to kill the reputation of him or any flat reputation or whatever the case may be? No, it really could have been. It could have been. I don't know what exactly is happening because the clip is so short. All we see is him putting his hands on this woman. The problem with it is she could not go to police because she knows he's famous or she could not be going to the police because it wasn't anything to be mm-hmm. like it wasn't a big deal like they were they were joking or whatever I have no idea now the only thing is about not going to the police by, by, by him being famous if if that was legit and the guy tried the camera to go help her the people around her was there to like you know pull Ezra Miller like I, I'm, it's just it's kind of hard to say. Like it could have been like it was a joke, and then it went too far because he was drunk. I who knows because I don't in looking here, I don't see either one of them coming out to, you know, clean it up or dispute it. So I have no idea, like what's really going on. Right, right. Same here. I I'm the video was like too short to really understand, and I'm like I, I have to know the story. I, I wanted like what really happened between the two of them to really make a proper joke. judgment. Would you? So th- does this hurt the Flash movie? The the hurt the the Flash movie was hurt before this. So in my opinion, but I'm just saying because people talk about stuff. We need to recast the Flash. I I w- I was we gotta wait for a story because it's it's the same thing with the Johnny Depp situation. They already took out Johnny Depp and everything, and then it turns out it was Amber Heard. Now they talk that about the they might press charges against old girl. Wait, so. what happened with Johnny Depp? Did you not hear about this? Oh, this was a whole thing. Are yeah, you, are you for real? Yeah. Yes, I am being hundred percent for our honest guy. You're I the have, movie guy. I, I, <laughs> he, he's the movie guy, not the alleged uh, no, 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 uh, no, scandal guy. To be, to be completely honest, I stay up on news. But once since this pandemic has just spread so much negativity, I cut myself away from all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. This this, this happened a, a bit ago. Okay. Oh, before the Rona and all of that. Uh huh. So what happened was some audio came out. I feel like in I don't know if it was a court case. Yeah. But some audio came out where she was pretty much saying like she could ruin him and admitting that she beat on him too. Like mm. it was a whole thing. So now she looks like the bad guy. They talking about taking her out of Aquaman. It's a whole thing. Like they, they talk, talking about trying to kill her career. Like she effectively killed Johnny Depp's career. Okay, yeah, because she's just as bad. Wow. Okay. No, I was. I really was uninformed today. So it's like that's why I'm like I, I have to hear the other side of the story to really give a opinion on what's going on. Because from what it looks, it, from what it looks like, it looks bad. Like mm-hmm. it does look bad. He already lost his job. All right, so yeah, so I will say, I will say, uh, we really got to see 
what the story is going to be, and uh, and see probably see what happens from, from there. I don't want to judge or say anything as of yet when I don't have all the concrete facts. I just know just that any man adjacent or man touching a woman is wrong. Period. And, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that, that that's what it's it, serving as now. Whether they be playing or not, it's hard to trust anybody because you're just like, you don't know where this shit going to end up at. Exactly. Right. You, don't, you don't know what's going on. One, I don't know if you should push yourself in that kind of predicament. You know you have a lot to lose. Mm-hmm. And I understand fans are pushy. It's just like the fan don't have nearly as much to lose as you do. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. We've heard people like uh, celebrities come out and be like, eventually I had to stop engaging with people because I realized that they was doing this on purpose to get a rise out of me. So, you know. I'm not saying that's what happened here, but we'll see what happens. Apparently he's uh, not under investigation at the moment, so I guess we'll see what happens in the coming week. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully he didn't lose his role as the Flash. But even if the Flash do come out, we may not be seeing it anytime soon because AMC theaters may be doomed to not open again after this whole pandemic. Um, it says that AMC theaters is especially in bad shape. The CEO of AMC theaters hopes expresses his hope in the theaters reopening in June, but things may not happen. They are they have filed under Chapter Eleven, which is a death nail for the theater. The theater is. billion in debt with a value of $327.3 million. Uh, Their stocks are alarmingly low, although AMC stocks never exactly been big for the past few years. I was about to say, now you know I went right to the app to see what the stocks look like. Yep. But this could be really bad. $4.9 billion with a B? Yes, billion. Oh. Billion. Yeah. So uh, this is this is bad. In a couple of weeks. Right. Know, right. Yeah. Especially with blockbusters coming out. Cause what what was supposed to be out around this time? Well, right now we're in April, so we should have been had the Quiet Place Part Two. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Widow was supposed to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Then you're supposed to pay for promotion for Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh huh. Coming out in June. Uh, they they had they had a couple things coming out in April. Uh, I think James Bond's come out in April. Uh. Antebellum was coming out in April. I know that's not yeah. a huge movie, but I just remember that one. And then, of course, you had Fast and Furious Nights was to come out in May, right? Yeah. So, all those big movies, it ain't just about the movies that come out to people to see, because those make a lot of money, too. You also pay for a lot of promotion. Right, right. Also, stuff like that. And then, you they make their money from you know, people buying snacks and stuff like that, also. Right. That That's the, that's the seller right there, buying yeah. snacks. That's the way to butter. And you get two days of that not not going, you're screwed. You're exactly. screwed. So, it is, uh, that is some very hard news to hear. Right, right. Now, now, why is it just so Regal is cool? I believe Regal, like, I think it's because they had that, um, that plan, what to call it, um, the movie club plan. And from what I heard, that was in better shape than AMC's plan. So that's the only reason why I could think they're doing better. I mean, I'm just thinking, because, like, like, what about Movie Tavern and Studio Grills and all that? And then... What what I'm trying to get in here, Edgewise, Regal is not a standalone theater. Regal is owned by a conglomerate of theaters. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Oh. 
BMC is his own brand. It's his own thing by itself. They're like under one umbrella. You have United Artists and Regal and um, something else. One of the movie tavern type places. They're all under the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, AMC Independent. Ah, uh. it's just it's about it's just them by themselves. So, what could happen is obviously like look, the I've seen Home Depot do this. I've seen a lot of stores are doing this now. Mm-hmm. They have a max off mm-hmm. of. 100 people in the store. Now, granted, it's going to be hard to do that for a movie theater. Right. It really is. However, I, if in June or if in July, you're going to be like, look, we're going to have to do, try to do something. All right. Mm-hmm. And th- because by that time frame, you know what I'm saying? No, no matter where we're at with this pandemic, the way America is, they're going to. They're going to try to do something, mm-hmm. okay? Whether they force something or not, that's not going to be good. You know, good. I say good, but I'm saying. But right now, they're trying to do something. They already got. They already called for volunteers to come test a vaccine up on Germantown Pike already and put me. I'm not doing it, but I'm just saying that's how. That's how quickly they they moving mm-hmm. right now. So, if they like, look, we, we, we got to meet you halfway. If we can, if we're allowed to say, hey. We can have fifty people per theater. If, if they, now, I'm not saying this is going to be a lot. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot. But just work mm-hmm. with me here. You get extra security. Mm-hmm. Each movie, you're like this. All right, it's, you got to go old school. Like when Alfred Hitchcock was in the theater, we got fifty people. Fifty people, six feet apart from each person, in a different seats in the movie theater. And you probably only open about about three, four theaters and stuff like that. And I mean, if they want to wait a lot against things, they may have to close that off. Mm-hmm. And just deal with that, and they just deal with you know uh, playing the movies and trying to make money there. It's going to be a headache. Yep. But it could be it could be a di- it'll be a different style way of trying to make some money because once again, them going to streamers, movies going to streaming services, movies going to VOD is not going to help out the theater at all. Right. And and opening even having people stand in line six feet apart from each other and wearing masks and having people out back there making food in the open may not be the best idea unless now I see when I go to Fresh Grocer now they still had their hot bar open but they have all their food packed up now okay. so people people go look over the hot bar they're not breathing over the food or anything like that they shouldn't have been doing that in the first place <laughs> they shouldn't but right. I have seen people go about this yeah, like yo, and I'm like, not. you took a whole wolf. Chinese food, like come yeah. on now. Uh, but they got it all in packages now, so you can look at it, take it. There could be a thing where they like here. This is a small, medium, large popcorn. It's already sealed up. And uh, if you want a hot dog, we'll, we'll make a certain amount. Have them sealed up, and you can just grab one from there. If it's in foil, it'll keep it warm the best way. Once we out, we out. Now, I think the problem. The the point that plan yeah. sounds cool, but I think the issue is it sounds like they were making money as they go. They probably don't have enough cash flow uh-huh. to continue. Like they may have to file for bankruptcy or something. Uh-huh. It it with them being that far in debt and their shares not being worth much. It sounds like they're like they were probably operating at a loss of some sort. Right. So, 
it's like we can if we can get to that point maybe sure but it may not be enough to keep them afloat okay you know things like the movies are going to start you know they're going to start dying out because people have other options um and it's like cool when the blockbusters come out and everybody wants to see stuff like the avengers and the big giant movies like that cool but what we doing like the first quarter Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens, how long this is going on. Because even with their like everything being closed and not paying employees, they still have overhead. I'm sure they don't own all the buildings that they operate out of. Mm-hmm. They got to pay for lights. They got to pay. It's, it's a whole lot of overhead going on. They have no. They have no liquid money coming in to pay for. Right. So who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, hopefully it could, you know, get back together soon. I I do miss going to the theaters. I do miss. First of all, now when it, when it comes to me, AMC ain't got much you know to fight for because I prefer real you know, AMC. Like AMC for them seats <laughs> alone. For them <laughs> seats alone. Them seats alone. They pretty they, snug. They're snug. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me personally, I prefer real movie theater a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Minus mm-hmm. their night service, but. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I like then I said, everybody be like, I don't know how to get a meal. I'm like, listen, uh. it'd be like two people out there. I'm like, listen, we need you to sell tickets, take tickets, buy, make work the concessions, scan them in. Like, damn, y'all. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot, but I do like you know the real the, the regal theaters have been set up. So mm-hmm. I'm, it looks bleak right now. Yeah. Everything looks bleak right now. However. Yeah. I'm not a guy who lives by negativity. I am a guy who lives by faith and facts. Okay, I live by both. Mm-hmm. So I do believe AMC could find a way to you know to, to get back in the swing of things. Like I said, but it's really going to be telling in May or June because I think that's what that's what I'm calling the American breaking point. Right. Because Man, that's look, if if GameStop somehow surviving, AMC gonna be alright. I don't know how GameStop is surviving. Well, and, and we don't like GameStop, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's two different areas. Like that's two different. Like GameStop is more retail. You could buy what you need at GameStop online, whereas AMC theaters, you have to be at the theater for but their business to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. Unless they start like a streaming app for new release movies, that would be the only thing I could think of that will bring it back. Ooh, that, that that's a huge game. That's a gamble. That is a gamble. But that'll be the only thing I could think that could revive it. People would be actually. I think it could work in their favor because you know nowadays, like people prefer to be at home anyway. I remember. uh uh, Lady Sketch, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Kevin Stage was saying, I think it's his sister-in-law who don't like going to the theaters ever since the shooting. Yeah. So if AMC just made a streaming app, you know, just for like new releases or whatever, I think it could work in their favor for people like her who are afraid to be in here. They mm. would have to take probably the title approach if they were going to do that. They'd have to develop some kind of service, and they'd have to work out exclusive deals with movies. Right, right. Like we can, we'll show your movie just on this platform for a month before it goes anywhere else. Right, right. Something like that. 
But usually you have to have some kind of incentive to have companies do that, and that incentive is usually money. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that incentive is always money. <laughs> Not to, <laughs> like, but that mm-hmm. that would be the only thing I could think about that will revive quote unquote AMC theaters. That would be the only thing I could think about. My Other than that, thing, my only thing is though their competition will be Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime right now. They got them all right now. You know, Apple's trying to do their thing, but it's uh, not really. No one's really going. Nah, to Amazon Apple. Prime will be their big because Amazon Prime got. They got everything. Yeah, they got it all. Amazon Prime out here paying big money for stuff because they can. Right. When they pay yeah. twenty five mil for that Rihanna documentary. Like yeah, they don't care. They just be blowing money. Because Amazon got it, and then you got Netflix, which they're starting their own like. Really big movies and very crappy movies. We'll we'll get into that later. But seeing like uh, what's it called, Six Underground? That was a very expensive movie from what it looks like. So having like movies like that and the competition is going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. But they have to think of something if they do want to get back on on not even on top because I wouldn't even consider them on top. But back into the ballpark. And it's even harder because they just revived ninety five percent of their theaters. Oh, God, that's you know, building bars in them, upgrading the seats. Yeah. It, it it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks on their end. So I do feel I personally feel bad for them in the long run. I hate to be in them meetings. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I would hate to be in that meeting too. Now, the next topic we're going to go to. Matter of fact, since we're talking about movies, let's start the movie experience. Uh, you want to you want to do this crappy so, film first? Yeah, because before my wife fades out on me, you know what I'm saying? My God. Uh, we, okay, I'm so, taking a nap today. I'm sorry, yo. <laughs> so, what's again, everybody? Welcome to the movie experience. It's Mustaine right here on Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. And today, we're talking about Netflix's newest blockbuster. Don't say that. Because it's trending, so I got called a blockbuster. Jesus Christ. Coffee and Kareem. So, for those who don't know, uh, Coffee and Kareem is about this cop who is uh, dating the, uh, <laughs> this woman and her son, who is the purest of assholes. No, be- before that, not just any woman, Taraji. Taraji. Okay, you know, okay, see, here's my thing. What is, I keep forgetting his name. Ed Helms. Ed- Andy from The Office. Why do y'all is- like this guy? We, I don't like him at all. He ruined the office for me. Because, because look, even even when I even when I watch the office, I'm just like, he is. A, I don't like. Him. Yeah, I don't no, like, I, I, I've told Q time after time. Andy took Michael Scott's storyline and made it worse. He did. <laughs> he they took the same storyline and made it worse. He kicked it up a notch. Like at least, you know, no, no, no. He knocked it down a notch. No, he he knocked it down a notch. He turned the whole volume down. When I say kicked it up, I don't mean he like he turned the volume lower than mute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael at least has a little bit of charisma. Yeah, Ni- Michael was likable. Odd charm to him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Andy in the office was just like, "All right, bro. We, yeah. Like, why are you here?" It was like, his rise to power was just like ugly. Uh, 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 uh coffee and cream. Yes, thank you. Yeah, this not we're not talking about a 
uh, hate but, infest. We <laughs> don't keep hating on Ed Helms, so, look, but he Ed, didn't Ed, do anything for this movie. Ed Helms is the Taraji, and she has a smart mouth son named Kareem. Smart mouth ain't and, the word. Yeah, like smart mouth is putting it light. Uh, yeah, that's light. So I wanted they, to punch him. They, 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 and it's something like being like the worst nightmare of a buddy cop film that there is. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give you guys a good if I can find some. <laughs> and the experience for this movie. I'm gonna start off with uh, the good and uh, King Bex. My... He's pretty funny. You, you liked him? No, he's not. You liked him? King Bex got the personality of a Timberland boot. Yes, he. I. You know, I 100% agree. I 100% agree with Q right here. Well, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, if the Negroes are wearing the Timberland boots, they got a lot of personality. Listen, I 100% agree with Q right let's there. Let's be honest, though. In this movie, it wasn't much of a say of saving graces in this movie. And um, I didn't think he was all that bad here. Uh, especially I, consider everything else that was happening. I prefer dude from Sister Sister. He was kind of funny, too. He was oh, better. That, that whole gang thing. But yeah, their little three, like, the Yo, trio. It, it was literally one gang member. One person I was horrified of. I mean, but I'm not horrified of any of them. But you're I'm just not saying. saying they were horrifying. They were the like the funny parts of the movie, most of them. But because uh, the rest of it was just like mm. that, and it was only ninety minutes long, so I had to wait for a long. Movie. You, you know what? I I looked at the the first thing I did was look at the time. I saw the poster <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I saw the time. I was like, "Okay, I could breeze through it at least." Okay. <laughs> so. With that, obviously, we can go into uh, the bad. Roast! Okay. Every fucking thing else. Okay, hold, hold, hold on. First of all, what we're not going to do <laughs> is get into a hooker. I think I heard the word fucking enough tonight. Okay. I can say that. No, I'm, just, I'm, talking, I'm talking Mr. Swag over no, there. The, yeah, I, I'm, this movie this really film, got me mad. <laughs> because the, the, the thing I could not stand. First of all, I could be slightly biased because I'm a parent. This little fat twelve-year-old kid. Oh I'm my sorry. god! No disrespect. No, uh, no, no disrespect to the weight, but still. First of all, he ain't twelve. Second of all, <laughs> that's a grown man. The way the he talks. <laughs> on this kid, I'm like, what you, you, you just, just sit around and just watch hood shit all day, dude? And you don't even have and, to do that. Like good, like good boys. I don't like, feel like you have to do that. It he was no was, reason. Is that what he's wrong? No, no, no. Oh, that's man. not no oh, the, the like... no oh. the the kid from Good Boys, the black boy from Good Boys, was at least good. Okay, he was at least good. This guy, he was just like, yo, there's no he chance. Was, he was just shouting like, and cussing and saying vulgar shit, and I the whole time I wanted to take my slipper off and just beat him. Dude, I beat him with the chocolate. No, he need yes. he need to get these cold hard hands. Hands, slipper. hands. He need to get feet. He need to get knees. He need elbows. He needed all of that. Man, cause see, I, I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, I can't do this. Kid would got a stroke, straight elbow getting in my car like that. Yep. Don't you disrespect me like that. So yeah. anyway, Ed Helms is the movie was playing this cop, and I'm just like, I don't get what it is about today's culture when it comes to comedy, because in my personal opinion, stupidity is not funny. Mm-hmm. To me, now maybe everybody else was a different way. I just, uh, and I talked about it on 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 a 
uh, my wrestling podcast watching the Big Show show. I'm like, stupidity is not funny. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, like, like when, they, when they made Julia or my wife and kids stupid, I'm like, it was not, not funny. Funny. That's the, a disgrace. You should be. What about, be what about jazz? Huh? What about jazz? From Fresh Prince? Yeah. I wouldn't call him stupid. I would call him stupid. I call him clueless. Yeah. Naive, I would say, would probably be the best word. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I look at Jazz from Fresh Prince, why even look at Cole from Martin? Okay? It's like they got their dumb moments, but for some reason it's a balance of serious character development when it comes to them. There mm-hmm. is a point in time in the series where there is a little maturity that hits. When they when uh Cole uh was dating uh what's her name? Shanice? Shanice. And he she made him like a genius. And I'm just like, whoa, she's making him look that shot is just stupid. But it is making Cole look like smarter. On with Cole is tired, you know, it was like when, when he was trying to give a Pam or he tried to get kicked out by his mom, he had some serious character developed moments. Same mm-hmm. thing that goes with uh goes with Jazz. Ed Helms as a cop Horrible. Is terrible. And and and, and uh it doesn't make sense how I mean you can be as they call the movie like about fifty seven times a pussy or spineless, but you don't have to be dumb. And I think his brand of comedy makes it feel as though that dumb is what sells today's comedy and I personally don't agree with that. Right. Like he was he was good in the first hangover. Other than that, it, it he he's just nothing has appealed to me with him. And speaking of inconsistency, let's go with Taraji P. Henson. Yo, my God. So, here's the thing about Taraji. <laughs> oh, Lord, not Taraji. Yeah, yeah. Taraji, got, Taraji does have some decent roles that she's been in. I told him earlier, his she hit, does. Her hit to ratio is too close to each other. It is. It's so bad, too. But then, I'm like, I, I hate contradicting people mm-hmm. or hypocrites. I hate, like, first of all, you got to know your son is shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you got to know he's a menace in school. You got to know about his mouth. You got to know about, like, like come on. Bro, it, I got kids, too. Like, ain't about, it ain't about my baby. I put my foot. Okay. If we're we, we going to backpedal for just a second. Sure. A menace at school. This kid got up in front of a class mm-hmm. with a whack-ass beat. And talked about how he was trying to fuck his teacher. In front of the teacher. That. Near not I'm like, you, you're not expelled? And, exactly. I'm like, how did you not get at least suspended? Talking about coochie and about, thanks for telling everybody how to earn deten- detention. That's he's, it? Wow. He's, he's supposed to, in the movie, he's supposed to be 12. And he, he wasn't even in detention. He definitely, he didn't go to detention. He left with everybody else. And then it's like we get to other parts of the movie where he asking about, oh, well, how much did you see your, your, your pussy? What? What? Wow. It, it was. How, uh, I'll, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that part later. <laughs> I just, I, it, it all just kind of came together for me. I, I'm sorry. It just was too much. No, no. It, it, it was too much. The way he was talking to it helps, obviously. The way he, the, the way he was, uh, you know, uh, on his YouTube channel. Just everything that transpire and then him blatantly lying to his mother in the note 
that, that he left behind mm-hmm. or anything. And this is like, you know, out of reaction, you're just going to, you know, take your son's advice where she, where he's clearly, even the no cursing at his, cursing, uh, you use those words to his mother. I'm like, bro, come on now. We skipped to a very important part. Good. This little urban youth. Yeah, there we go. Hazed his, his mama. He changed his mama. To tell the story. Mm-hmm. Bruh. So you mean to tell me she beat down two criminals that's looking for her, but yet and she slapped the shit out of Ed Helms. Yeah, but but yet all she says is fashion that seat, but I didn't forget about that taste thing. Are you serious right now? I'm pulling every lock out. You're not gonna tell me two grown ass men is sitting in the back of the seat scared of you. And your son so, is walking around terrorizing everybody he comes in contact with. What what got me and the whole movie is his fault. Every, it's all oh his, fault. his fault. He so for Q don't know, basically he didn't well, like the no, fact no, hold, hold, oh, hold on. Okay, you wanna so, get to that? So so hold on now. We did the best we could of not getting into no spoilers. Now, it's the mullet. Okay, we're going to the back side of it. We got to get into some spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay? Y'all have been warned. And I don't really care. Go ahead, Sway. So, the basic of this movie. Kareem doesn't like the fact that Officer Coffee is dating in Taraji. Just like the audience. We don't know how this happened. We at don't all. understand it at all. What? We, there wasn't even chemistry between them two. Mm-mm. And it was it was drier than Keanu Reeves acting. So, he gets upset about, he gets upset about uh, Officer Coffee dating his mom. So, what he does, he has Ed Helms drive him to a drug dealer's location, tells him, hey, this cop is raping me. Could you uh, kill him for me or paralyze him at least? Yeah, so his dick don't work. Wow. That's what he he does. he He offers them Change in a from sock. From a sock. From a sock. We gotta and do better as a community. Happens, the drug dealers that he's asking is the ones that uh Coffee had uh busted because his unit, which she like every cop in it, is dirty. No Coffee didn't bust him. Coffee had him like Coffee lost him. <sighs> the the guy got out his backseat through the window. Coffee exactly. tried to chase him out the car, and then the dude took his car and drove off. How are you still a cop? Exactly. How? David Allen Greer is in it. He plays one of the dirty cops no. called, uh, called Hill. And then you have uh, Liberty Bell from Glow, who plays the dirty cop Watts. So, this whole time, it's uh, when after the, he's recording something on YouTube. And he's he trying to record him, I guess, being hard, going to these drug dealers to go get this cop to uh, pay for his cop to get, get his ass beat. Because, you know what I'm saying, that, that's hard, right? <laughs> so then uh, what, 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 this other dirty cop that was tied to them, they end up killing him, and, and, and he gets it all on the phone. When they find his phone, now, they, they, now they're going to get his mom or him because now they're, they're witnesses. All this is your fault. Yep. yep. Oh, this is your fault. And I'm like, how can you not see this? Even though I'm not liking the relationship between Taraji and Ed Helps by no stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, but uh, it, how, how, really, how does it get this far? 
It, 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 it should have never did. Me, I don't like kids in these roles. Mm-mm. It's not for me. And I, I'm like, look, maybe it's talking like a parent that when you got kids that, like, or okay, or this vulgar stuff like that, they should not be taking these kind of roles. I'm sorry. And there were some uh, comments that was even made uh, by people, especially while I was, while I was looking it up on uh, on Google, how you know people, people did not like this movie, and most of it is because of how this kid was acting. Now, maybe people may say, "Well, if you didn't like the kid, that's you know he was doing his job and acting." I'm like, "No, that, that's what I'm talking about because the movie was not designed for me to hate Kareem." It wasn't trying for me. It was supposed to be trying to bring Kareem and Coffee closer together because he don't like him messing with his mom. I end up disregarding any of that crap. Yeah. I just end up not liking Kareem at all. Like, I'm gonna talk about the Coffee and Kareem title. Some cornball in a in a uh, boardroom was like, "Y'all, I've got it. The name. It should be Coffee." And Kareem, like somebody thought they was really doing something, and it bothered me deeply. I'm sorry, I just need to. I just need oh no, to- that was a bad title. I didn't know what it sounded like. It sounded like a bad porno. Oh, either that or black black supportation movie. Coffee, and Kareem. Yeah. So I, I'm just so it just really, really made me dislike the character as a whole. Yep. And to the point where, like, if I see this little urban youth walking down my street, I'm I'm laying him out. Like that's what people say about what's his name on Power. They say, "Yo, if I see you in person, I'm uh, hitting you." Shit. Say, if I see you in person, I'm punching you. And I'm like, I, he probably deserved it. <laughs> he probably and, deserves it. So there are, like I said, there are there were some parts of the movie that made me laugh a little bit, not out loud gut laughing, but. There are some parts in the movie that made me laugh. Boy getting blown by a grenade was hilarious. Okay, that uh, no, that was that was that was bad. That yeah, was just was plain like, ah! bad. That that looks so cheap and sloppy. Like the grenade didn't even really blow up. Yeah, the body well, just collapsed. And I was like, the, the body kind of blew apart, bro. I was like, wait, what? That I could do that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Well, we we got work on today, but in the meantime, and uh, so. At the end of the movie, they, 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 they all three of them reunite. I guess as a family, I'm just like, no, no, you need to know it, every everything your son did. You need to know, right? And then it's like you did all this and didn't address the whole dirty cop situation. Y'all just ended it right there. Like, okay, we killed the last dirty cop. Done. No, th- one. This is Detroit. Th- yeah. There's a lot that goes over this. This is one of the most dangerous cities out there. So I'm sure there's like a whole like league or whatever you want to call it. There's there's a lot more to this than meets the um, eye. Absolutely. Uh, this absolutely. this movie was a so, disappointment. It, disappointment. I had no faith in it in the first place. So <laughs> I am giving. Sounds like a train wreck. I don't want to watch. Don't don't watch it at so all. This this. Movie gets my grade of a run me my refund. Dude, I'm more and, mad. And it's on Netflix, so I want a month's back of payment from Netflix from paying from the for paying for for you streaming this. I'm mad. It's like number one 
on the top ten right now because everybody's watching it for curiosity purposes. I'm more mad. They got nothing else to watch. Like, I can't ever, I can't ever ask for a run my refund because my package with Comcast, Netflix came free. So it's like, what? Run me my time back. I want that. That's more valuable. And you know, what I'm saying, uh, in the words of Jerry Joss, this is some dog shit. In the words of Double Toasted, this is a. Uh, what, it's a fuck you. That, that's who. That's the worst one. Fuck you. That's a. Fuck you. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. All, all the movies, and they got an F, and you know, it's an F minus. Mm-hmm. The lowest greatest thing can get, ungradable. This movie was terrible. It was, it, it was not meant to be. I, I dislike how uh, they made this little boy, because yeah, his career may be fucked up after this. I don't yeah, know. it might be. You know what, though? I no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this movie. Not saying, not saying by you, but I feel like. It, all I'm saying is, turn the black kid into a white kid, and it's being promoted on Ellen DeGeneres. That's all I'm saying. I I don't know. Ellen got <laughs> Ellen's more of a family kind of person. I mean, well, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying though. Still bad. Yeah. I mean, no find me a white kid named Kareem, and I will give you a million dollars. No, you, 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 the white you, kid will be talking. I'm about, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, if there's a, a black cop and a white kid, the movie, this movie, be called First Kid. <laughs> and I actually have a good question for the movie. So that was nowhere near there. First kid wasn't oh, nowhere near this bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that was Coffee Korean. Once again, uh, you guys can make sure you listen to No uh, No Gasm, excuse me, Nerd Gasm Talk Podcast for more movie experiences. And I'll see you at the movies. All right. I, I'm glad we got we that doing, out of the way. I was going to say, are we doing, uh, you know, just sorry for being random, but are we doing 60-second reviews? Because I got one. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, not just yet? Or did you want to do Onward, um, Miss yes, Annie? I, I, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, we're going to do Onward. Yeah. We, I, want, I want him to get his uh, review of Onward first before we get to the 60-second reviews. So, uh, Mr. A&E, on to Onward. So onward, welcome to Back to the Movie Experience, everybody. And this time, I'm looking at uh, a movie that just came out last month that was put on Disney Plus mm-hmm. called Onward. So Onward, starring Chris Pratt and uh, Tom Holland. My boy. Yeah, I know. Oh, and the most, first of all, honestly, I had no uh, reason to see this movie. I see the trailer like once. I was like, eh, I, I did. We was on the movie that we seen. I was like. It's Pixar. Um, that's that's that was Mario Ella. It's Pixar. I guess I'll watch it, it, it. It, it, it. Exactly right. So I was like, but fine. So I'm like, well, I go pay to see this movie. Probably not. And I didn't when it came out. When it came out on Disney Plus, I'm like, all right. Well, hot dog. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> we got time on my hands, and honestly, let's be real. YouTube needs content, so uh-huh. that's why. Let me watch, let me check out Onward. And I have to say underrated movie. Really? Very underrated yeah. movie. So, these two brothers, uh, 
I'm going to make sure I make sure I don't butcher the uh, the names, but uh, it's about it's about his two brothers and Tom Holland's character uh, Ian mm-hmm. is turned 16 today, and he never got a chance to meet his dad because his dad passed away before he was born. Ah, uh, so yeah, so so now he's 16. And he is he, his dad's college sweater. A hoodie is finally fitting him, and then they about to him and his mom gonna have a little birthday party. He's uh he's he's a bit of a nerd. He has no confidence. He's kind of shy and stuff like that. So he's trying to like sixteen is the new me because this is a land of elves and manators and all things that used to be magic, but now magic has gotten away, and now they have this investment into the real world. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically what it's been like. So uh, his brother uh. Barley, played by Chris Pratt. That sounds like is, a <laughs> Chris Pratt exactly. name. That sounds like a big brother. Bar- exactly. Barley. Anything y'all seen Chris Pratt in from Star-Lord to Jurassic World, he's the same thing. I figured. I figured. He, well, he got his annoying parts, but he has his parts that come with some heart. It's the Chris Pratt role. That's just what it is. Uh-huh. So, uh, then they... Uh, but they find out on his 16th birthday, his dad left him this uh, this spell with this certain gem that, that you put in this magic staff, and he can be brought back for 24 hours. So as they were trying to bring him back, Barley gets, you know, annoying. And then next thing you know, it they use up the stone, and it only brings back the dad's legs. So they have to go on this quest to go find this certain stone within 24 hours before the sun sets and his dad disappears again forever. Mm. So there we have our adventure. So I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the experience. The good is uh, Tom Holland is actually pretty good in this movie. He makes me feel for, for Ian as the character. Good. Um, nice. It's, it's your typical, you know, uh, the, the mother's trying to do the best she can being a, a single mom, but she's dating this, this uh, cop. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know that's not their dad, but you know, saying she needs to find love too because he's been dead for a while, right? So, uh, like coffee and cream. <laughs> that's not. Let's <laughs> not bring that up. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, she's like, you know, why don't you invite some kids to your you know, for your birthday party tonight? And he tries to act like you know the nerd science crew, but he's all, you know, nervous stuff like that. And then when it comes to his brother, his brother's all into the witches and the wizards and all that medieval, uh, you know, saying folklore, mm-hmm. but he does not know how to really kind of cast, he, he doesn't really have the inf like Ian does to cast spells and everything like that, but he doesn't really know he has that. So, but Tom Holland does good as uh, you know, making sort of the, uh, the character. Octavia mm-hmm. Spencer's in here also, she has a, uh, a role in here as one of these uh, dragon uh, things that owns a restaurant that has the map to the stone that they want to find. Mm. So I think she's pretty good in this. The mom uh, is, is a typical mom. They, they they keep having this this funny joke throughout the movie that her ringtone is "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye every time her new boyfriend calls. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so every time she doesn't be talking, all you hear is the phone go like. And it starts off, and she got, and she be going away to answer. I'm like, who calling you? Oh, that's that awkward. <laughs> that is awkward. And, that 
And every time Joe came out, I was dying. I was just like, yo, that's, 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 that's funny to me. Uh, so she was uh, doing pretty good here. It's, it is pretty much of an all-star cast uh, in this movie. Uh, it is. Yeah, I'm looking at it. This is a cast. Yeah. yeah, it is a cast. And then the, the journey has a lot of heart to it. There was times that the movie did put me in the feels. Okay. A little bit. Of course, because it's Pixar. It's Pixar, and he was just like, it, it, it was like he was times doing everything he can because he really wants to see his dad. And they were taking the legs around, so it was like a weekend at Bernie's. But <laughs> you know, uh, he was doing everything he can, and then uh, the way it ended. If I get into sports stuff like that, it ended very beautifully. Okay. You know, if you got emotional, it'll choke no. you up. If you've been in that situation before, stuff like that. Uh, g- going into the bad, I'm going to just say that really. I didn't find too much bad with this. I did, uh, like I said, the promotion for the movie was not that great because I had no reason to see it. And usually Disney's pretty good with their Pixar promotion. Mm. So I was just like, okay, well, there's something really here that's selling me onto this movie. But there really wasn't, there really wasn't nothing that, that was this bad here or took me out of the movie. Other than there were times that Chris Pratt was like, you are being the same character like there's like a star lord moment in here i'm just like <sighs> right right you, you don't learn like some things that like, some people like that about chris pratt uh-huh. me personally that, that's what annoys me about chris pratt <laughs> okay so those kind of things kind of kind of bother me uh but, yeah, but there's not too much negative here so now i'll get to the spoilers except, except the experience i should probably just call it the spoilers mm-hmm. so uh when it comes to spoilers like uh this whole time they're going on a trip, like, you know, he has a whole checklist of what he wants, you know, to do with his dad when he brings back for his 24 hours. We're like, play catch, take a walk, give a heart-to-heart uh, driver's test. And throughout this whole adventure, they are uh, kind of doing that, but he's doing it with his big brother. Okay. You know, so, and then there was a moment where uh, they use a little magic to... to uh, when they get pulled over by the cops to show that it was uh, their mom's boyfriend, and the cop was was saying, "Hey, I understand you know how hard it is trying to be a stepdad dealing with them kids, but I know one of them is like he's just like you know uh, he's a failure," and he was like, "He is not a failure." He was like, "No, I'm talking about the older one." So he gets all of his feelings because he is just so into this stuff that he just is at times annoying. That's right. what it is. Uh. And the whole time, he's just like, look, if we take the expressway to this place, we can get to this place a little bit quicker. And he's like, no, we got to go through the something, something, something medieval jargon. I'm going to put it like that. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, <laughs> he was just like oh, okay, because he don't have the confidence to, really, you know, to stand up to him and everything. And at, at first, it looks like that every road that they take is just getting worse and worse and worse. Right. But finally, at the end, when they end back up to, at square one, he finds he finds the gem, and he puts it in the staff, and he's bringing back his dad. But there's a curse that comes with this gem. This curse uh, re op- uh, recreates this old dragon that's supposed to be protecting this gem that they got to fight off. Oh wow! The mother and and that and Octavia, especially that dragon lady that owns the restaurant, she knows she has the only sword that can stop this dragon thing. So they end up fighting the dragon thing. She's like, "Go on and see your dad. We'll take care of it." But then. Tom Holland realizes that, you know, 
my whole life, I never met this man before a day in my life, but you as the big brother have been here for me the whole time. Everything that I wanted my dad to do, you were doing for me. So instead of me going to see dad, why don't you go say goodbye? So when he brings his dad back, you know, after the dragon is, is defeated and the rubble falls on him, he looks through the cracks and he can see that his dad has fallen back and his brother talking to him and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he talks for a little bit and he disappears. And then he goes back and uh, tells him, you know, what his dad said. Basically, like, you know, I thought my wizard name would have been such and such this. And uh, I'm proud of how uh, the boy Ian grew up to be. And then uh, he said he also told me to give you this. So he gave him a hug and everything. I was like, oh. Feel it, yeah. Here, yeah, feel it right there. But then he, he he goes he goes and disappears. Goes to his back to his afterlife. But because it, it was only a one time thing. Mm-hmm. Once that gym is done, it can't the magic can't be brought back. So, and then so he had that moment. And then you know you know his old brother got to say goodbye. And then you know they they all go off with the stepdad and everything. And it was a, it was a really touching, really good. Movie. I didn't expect it to be that good. So honestly, my grade for it is going to be. Uh, I'm actually going to give it a B, but I'm going to. But I, I am going to like a. It's a hashtag. Also, give it a chance. You, I recommend if you're into Pixar, if you're into Disney, check the movie out. Obviously, right, right. Especially, especially when you're in quarantine, ain't much to do anyway. So, obviously, I recommend it as you check that out. But um, yeah, definitely. Uh, get your hands on it. It, 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 was, it was a really, really touching movie, and I was surprised that uh, they pulled it off. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah. I, I'm actually you got me interested into it now. You got me. Yeah, it's only like an hour and forty minutes long. So okay, I'm saying it, it's a it's a really touching. It's, it's Tom Holland also. I know you like Tom Holland. Of of course, I would love Tom Holland. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for that. Oh, did you want to close the movie experience? My bad. Oh yeah, obviously. So make sure you guys uh, check right here at the Nerd Gas we Talk podcast for the movie experience, and uh, I'll see you at the movies. Now, hold on, swagging Q Flow. I know we trying. We want. I just got one more. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. Because I went on Netflix and I realized that they just put a new movie up there. Angel has fallen. Oh God. Oh, let me let me. Get, I'm getting some water real quick. Uh, <laughs> Cause I I may need some wine at, before this. But let me get some water. You could go ahead and start. Man, I wanted to. Oh, can you can you try to avoid spoilers? I wanted to watch. Okay, it. okay. Wait, 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 wait. Is it good? I I will. You gonna listen to the review? All right. You can't. Get, right. You can't get half spoilers. Sorry, ain't no half stuff. So, all right, all right. welcome back to the movie experience. And uh, this movie experience is this is it's a movie that when I saw it, I was just like, why are they doing it? And I was not going to see it. I didn't. But it's out on Netflix now, and honestly, because it was it was already out on Blu-ray, and I was still debating to buy it because I already have the first two, mm-hmm. and I was like, should I really buy Angel Has Fallen? So it was on Netflix. I said, let me check it out first. Huh. So check it out. This is Angel Has Fallen. This is the the, the third movie in the Fallen, uh, not the Denzel Fallen, but the Fallen trilogy from Olympus Has Fallen to London Has Fallen to Angel Has Fallen. Right. So. Uh, Gerald Butler is back at it again. Okay, uh, as the president's guardian angel, but in this movie, it's about them trying to frame 
Gerald Butler for the assassination attempt of the president. It sounds like taking three, almost where everyone turns against him. So, um, this time, Morgan Freeman has had the ultimate come up. He is now the president of the United States. All right. Because if anybody knows the, the Fallen series, Olympus has fallen. He was the Speaker of the House. Yeah. London has fallen. He was the Vice President. All and right. Now Olympus has fallen. He is the President. Not like a black man coming up. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. for those who who who, who kn- knew me or talked to me about this, I love Olympus has fallen. Yep. I hated London has fallen. Yep, yes, you did. Yep, I can't. I could stand London has fallen. I remember and, your reaction. Wait, 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 wait. Which one? Hold on. You know what? Ooh, never mind. I'm thinking of White House down. Ooh, never mind. That's that's the one I saw. I like that. Well, um, okay, now, at, at the time, White House down came out at the same time as Olympus has fallen. It's like if you want a little bit more comedy, you go to White House down. Yeah, White House down was want, funny. But if you want that sheer action terrorist thing is coming, you go to Olympus is falling. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I, so, re- I remember your reaction to the Angel Has Fallen trailer when we was in the movie theaters. I think it was John Wick. You were throwing yeah. a fit. <laughs> and I was just like, why doing this? So I'm going to give you guys the good, the bad, and because we're doing this now, the spoilers. There's nobody in the theater. So start off with the good. <laughs> Gerald Butler as Mike Banning is still doing a good job. He's doing everything he does in the other movies and everything, and that is protecting the president by all costs. But now in this movie, it starts to take its toll on him. He's having insomnia. He has concussions. He has his body is banged up. Hmm. And the doctor's telling him he needs to take a break, but he, once again, can't seem to wrap his mind around that by taking a break. And he doesn't let the president know or his wife know that his body is banged up. But he, you know he still does good. Uh, Nick Nolte is in this movie, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know that there are they got cameras out there because he's just being him. So, <laughs> <laughs> but however, he is a good asset. In this movie now it's already in the trailer. If y'all see the trailer, this is not no spoiler. He plays uh, Mike's dad, right? And uh, I think his part in the movie is like what Halle Berry's part was in John Wick Three. Okay, just there for a time being. That's what I need. That's what I need. Okay, you know that's saying? good. That's good. I was uh, worried about that. I was worried about yeah. that when I saw the trailer. Morgan Freeman is the president, and I think he, he does pretty decent as the president for, for the lines that are given. Then, <laughs> then they bring in Jada Pickett-Smith. As soon as I see Jada Pickett-Smith's name, I'm just like, Wait, she's Why in you? it? Yeah, Jada Pickett-Smith's in this movie. I know. She ain't been in a movie in like, what, one, two, three, four, like, five. I don't know how many years, like, but still. Um, yeah. So... JPEG is in this movie. As soon as I seen it, I was just like, oh, boy. Is she here to replace Angela Bassett or what? What was that? Because, Ooh, uh, that's a tough... Uh... Yeah, well, no. It, it's not to say they really like that. So, uh, the action is pretty good. It's like what you expect from a, a Fallen movie. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have to say, this is me saying this, on this podcast, y'all getting it first. It wasn't that bad. All right. Actually... All right. It's better than London has fallen. That's excellent. And honestly, that's, that's, that's a low bar. <laughs> but no, honestly, I would have probably accepted this if this was the second movie. Okay. All right. Because I felt this stuff. Because I like the concept. I was like, what more can they? They have been trying to kill America's president for three movies now. 
damn. <laughs> it's like, you know, we obviously are saying suck, but this one, I mean, it, it's not hard to see who's behind this stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know if the movie was trying to kind of hide the fact of who's behind it or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, okay, you can kind of point it out almost by the beginning of the movie of who's behind this kind of stuff. But I, I, I guess if you want to keep suspenseful, it's fine. However, them trying to kill the president, I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And uh, and I was like, so, and they had good action scenes. So I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with that. Now, if I go on to a little bit of the bad, I, uh, the bad for me is, uh, I was like, I, I didn't need Jada Pickett in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I knew she was in this movie to, for and to do. I'm like I'm not gonna give away spoilers because I want to respect Qfo until he sees the movie. Cause I, I think he's on par with me. Of you like the Fallen series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I don't want to spoil nothing for him. I, I believe he go back and watch it. Uh, and then like I said, there is like it's mild plot. It's mild plot. I mean, it, it's right to the point. And once again, I'm like, look, I get that. You know, Gerard Butler is the, like the badass, but in all these movies, I'm like, you mean to tell me the president hires all these guardian angels, all these secret service men, and not nobody can do the job but Gerald Butler? <laughs> so y'all mean to tell me this man can take a day off? Of Stop. course. I'm, I'm just because there are some things I'm just like, bro. Every movie, how the hell are you getting out of the situation? But he's the action star. Fine. I'm not mad at 300, but I'm just saying, but... It's called plot armor. <laughs> seriously, dude. Seriously. So, uh, like I said, it, it is it is predictable. And, you know, uh, I think maybe it's a little anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and, you know, kind of still the way it ends, I'm just like, God, is it going to be another one? Oh, they <laughs> left it open? It, uh, uh, maybe <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's like, guys, I'll be fine. If y'all remember as a trilogy, fine. But if they're that mad as, as London has fallen, I can mm. understand because that movie shouldn't have been made, mm-hmm. and it made no sense. And it, 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 it went away from what made Olympus has fallen good, right? And to the point, I'm just like, they just had to make a second one, so it was done. So, but this angel has fallen. I was like, okay, this right here. I think would have been better as the second movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Opposed to that. So, my final grade, without giving it any, any spoilers or anything, my final grade for Olympus is Fallen, I'm going to give it a hashtag, give it a chance. All right. You know, I'm going to definitely give it a chance now. I mean, oh, have you seen the first two? I have not. You probably should see the first two. Gotcha. I, yeah. I mean, what better time than now to binge it? Exactly. I would say, well, I, I don't know if Olympus in London is on Netflix just yet. Okay. It probably could be. It could be on Hulu. I don't check I mean, them all. If I, I do, Lord willing, if I do come over for Easter, I could check out the uh, library of A and E. Anything and everything library. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's Easter plans. No, there's not really Easter plans. But what I did try to do was, I said, if he wants to try to come get a plate, he can, because I need his cooking. And my family is in another state, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you are. You are. I, I'm lonely, uh, <laughs> and I talked to his dad. Well, I was trying to get a live stream. He never got back to me yet. But anyway, but 
I said, so if you want to try to, I feel bad that he's over there alone. And then when you told, and then when you were still alive after he did your laundry the other day, by the way, please cut this part out the movie experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. So when he, when he came over, did, did your laundry and you and you and your lovely fiance are still living. I was like, well, I can, he like he's I, safe. I, I, <laughs> the lab rat, the lab rat's still alive. Let's do, bring him in. I said, yeah, I can make, I, I can make, I can make up a plate once, once needed, done cooking. So, so um, just to just to get us back on track, um, Olympus has fallen is on Netflix, but London isn't. Is it on Hulu? Because Hulu always had the obscured movies. You see, I kind of want him to experience how bad London Has Fallen is. To appreciate yeah, I hear you. To appreciate, to appreciate it. Okay. how better Angel Has Fallen is. Gotcha. I was like, okay, they, 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 they finally went back to their roots. So I definitely recommend q seeing if he's into the Olympus Has Fallen stuff. And I definitely recommend you check out all three Swaggle Zero so okay. you can appreciate Angel Has Fallen better. Oh yeah, but I doubt yeah, London. London is not on Hulu though. Uh, you probably got to find it on Amazon Prime. But I doubt. Yeah, I doubt. Or, 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 or if you have Comcast, it's probably on demand. If my oh, Comcast yeah. box is still working. <laughs> okay, but that is the movie experience I have for you guys today. So make sure you guys check out all the movie experiences right here on Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. And once again, I'll see you at the movies. Awesome. Thank you for that movie experience. Now, uh, the main topic that we had today, we may have to save next week due to time. However, uh, we know that Qflow has a 60-second review going. I mean, hold on. If you want to talk about the main topic, I got time. I just paid for a 1,000 hours. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll save that. Uh, we do have the 60-second review, and then I wanted to get your review for the uh, DLC for uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Sure. Uh, right. So, Qflow... Oh. All right, and my 60-second review. Today we're going to talk about uh, Detective Pikachu. Whoa, I'm oh, curious. Oh, finally saw Oh, yeah, you did say you see it. I did see that. it. Did not I like want to hear from a Pokemon fan, too. Did not like it. Whoa. Uh, that main actor is... Garbage. He is. Oh my he is. God, he's terrible. <laughs> he is. He is terrible. Thank God for Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu saved this film. Um. Now, 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 going into it as a Pokemon fan, I was happy to see my Pokemon come to life. I was happy to see him come to life. It was dope. Uh. It was dope seeing all of like. They they showed a lot of my faves actually, and there was a lot of Pokemon I wasn't expecting to see. But I like that they um they didn't go too far off the you know into the Pokédex with Pokemon as like why is the trash bag here? Why is Garbodor here? Or something like that. So I'm glad they didn't use you know they used most of the, it was mostly friendly faces, which is good for people who you know are into Pokemon but not that deep into Pokemon. It, it didn't look like they mess with all the generation. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So like the first three hundred then. Yeah. Okay. Um I I didn't understand the villain's motive. Like what do you you just want to turn everybody into Pokemon? Yeah that that was a that was very confusing. That's it? You you want to turn everybody to Pokemon? Like you 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 
Cancel Pokemon battles. No, I'm listening to the commercial on the train. We have no battles, no gym, no trainers. People living with Pokemon. I'm like, just what? What is? Why are we going here? Like, what are we doing? So I, uh, I didn't understand his motive. Like, um, Mewtwo being able to talk before he was possessed was dope because I was always, you know, I was thinking like, what if, like, like I was thinking like, you know. Uh, what if I was a Pokemon trainer? Like, I would have Mewtwo, and I feel like I wouldn't have to shout commands because could, we could just talk, te- you know, telepathically, like Professor X. So that was, that was pretty <laughs> that was pretty dope because Mewtwo was doing exactly what I was thinking. And um, never knew Mewtwo could, uh, you know, swap soul, you know, put souls in bodies and all that. Didn't read that in the Pokedex, but okay. No, it, um, it was, that was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie no, exclusive. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was oh, it was just as exclusive as that uh, ancient Mew card. Oh, you get from yeah, we saw the first movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I I do like I will say though I will commend them, except for the giant Hoteras, which was weird. They got Pokemon. They got the sizes right because Pokemon aren't that big. The way the anime portrays them, they're not that big. Charizard's like five two. You know, Damn. like it, it, read read the pokey read the pokey when you read the Pokédex, he's only like five two. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. Machamp Machamp's not that tall. No. So, all. and when I saw him crossing the street, um, I, so I, I like that. The tallest was is that is that third form of that grass Pokemon from uh, yeah, Sword it's, 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 it's eleven. Oh, 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 you talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, Rillaboom. Yeah, it's like six eleven. Um, yeah, he's like six so, eleven. I mean, he's one of the taller starters, but I mean, yeah. obviously the tallest Pokemon are like the legendaries and uh, Whale Lord. But but yeah. anyway, anyway, um, I do like that they they were accurate with the sizes, except for them. I don't know what the giant Totara thing was about. Uh, I guess to give the movie a little suspense because he was falling off the side of his body, but whatever. Now, the funniest part of this movie, that fucking ditto. Oh my god, that was so creepy. I'm looking like uh when the when the sun came out when the dude's son came out of the closet all tied up in tape, I'm like, oh my god, it's ditto. And them eyes on a human That's body. right, yeah, okay. I remember that now. was so creepy but I'm, but that's what Ditto looked like when he transforms, he still keeps them creepy as dot eyes. I was cracking up when I seen them ditto. And um yeah, I mean, and then and then Ryan Reynolds, you know, find we find out that Pikachu was Ryan was uh, his dad the whole time. I'm like, that's weird. That, oh, no, no. When that, when Swag told me, because I didn't care about spoilers. When Swag told me, I'm thinking that's weird. But when I seen it in action, it wasn't as weird as I assumed. It right. Was. That's what I thought. I was like, hold on. It was like, okay, I can see that now. Because the yeah, dude does was, look, yeah. uh, what's his name, does look mixed. Yeah, so oh, I was no, like, okay. No, yeah. I, I wasn't worried about Ryan Reynolds being his dad. It was just like, Pikachu's his dad? I'm like, huh, what the hell? Right, yeah, yeah, that's that, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't know, because I'm saying, like, how is Pikachu, like, what is going on? Because I didn't know Mewtwo, I thought Mewtwo was just letting loose and, and wrecking shit. I didn't know he was possessed when I seen the trailer, and then... When, from what I saw in the trailer mixed with what you told me, I didn't know what was going on. So I'm like, how is Pikachu his dad? That's so weird. But when I seen the movie, it's like, oh, Mewtwo put his soul in his body 
in Pikachu's body. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But, um, yeah, besides that, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't, I don't know. I still didn't like it, though, but I'm not saying it was bad, though. I, I would have just preferred, like, the story of Red. Now, what did the story of Red? I would have could could you go a little bit deeper in what you didn't like about it again? Well, like I said, I feel I like I missed like, um, something. I didn't like uh, the mo like the villain's motive, like because that stuff confused me. I didn't remember I, yeah, the I remember third saying, act like, was confusing. Get, yeah, I remember you saying like the third act gonna get confusing, and boy, it got confusing. Um, didn't like the main character. He's just it's just something about him. It's uh, I don't like you. We, I, I wish we had somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. Um, I, I just could, I just could, I just couldn't. I just couldn't, man. I'm just like, I ain't like uh, Jurassic World either. Yeah, I would say I, the I get down. The get down is the only like role he had where I think people liked. Right. I would have. I would have. Def- I would have definitely preferred a different actor. Mm, excuse me. Um, I didn't like the girl either with the side duck. Yeah, I didn't I like her either, and I didn't like how OP that Psyduck was. Psyduck isn't that. Sh- I mean, uh, whatever. Psyduck's not that strong, but her Psyduck was like woke the giant Toterra's up. I'm like, okay. I didn't like that. Uh, that that gas that put Pokemon in a frenzied state. I didn't like that. I feel like, I didn't like that. Yeah, it gave me a Zootopia vibe. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was portrayed better in Zootopia than it was in this movie. It did, it did. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Pokemon. There's Pokemon in there that could have, uh, you know, that you could have utilized to do that. Like you could have had like a Gengar or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, his Pokemon off. Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been better. Like, um, I feel like they. Uh, I didn't. I didn't understand the like like we were in. I didn't even know we were changing cities until I until he hopped on the train. I'm like, like he hopped on the train, but I thought he was just traveling like like regional rail, you know, scepter. You know, I'm hopping to hopping to hopping to local real quick. <laughs> I didn't I didn't right. I didn't realize he was changing cities. I'm like, okay. Um, and again, I I just really didn't like that that main character. Uh. Oh, oh! Also, another side, another funny part though. Ryan Reynolds singing the Pokemon song, crying. <laughs> that was that was hilarious too. But um, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I but overall, like like as as far as like the 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 uh, designs and all that, I think the Pokemon were accurate. They were designed really well. Um, yeah, it it fit that world. Yeah, they made it believable. It works. It works. Yeah, like I, I, I felt like I was looking at a real city with real Pokemon. Um. Oh yeah, the Mister Mime stuff too. But but see, they spoiled me with that in the uh, trailer. So like that's that's how I forgot. But um, yeah. Oh, uh, like I said, I, I don't know. I wish they like I said if they just given us the uh, story of Red or something like that. That would have been dope. I feel like that would have worked way better. But I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do to capture the first, you know, first time audience or get the kids on board or something because they, they are the ones who sell, not for the nerds, not for the fans like me. Um, 
Overall, I give this. Uh, I give it a C. I don't know what a C is, but uh, hashtag. Give it, give it a chance. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. No, not hashtag. Give it a chance. Uh, catch <laughs> it at a barbershop. <laughs> okay. Catch it. Yeah. Catch, catch it at a barbershop. Um. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, I, another sixty-second review. I saw Spencer Confidential cut it off like ten minutes. Ago. That oh, um, yeah. That's a two sixty-second review. Then. Yeah, <laughs> less. <laughs> Where we provide you with the honest truth. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is terrible. I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm Look, this Mark Wahlberg. Anything Mark Wahlberg? I just don't trust anymore. Winston Duke's not really, really. Well, no, no, no. Winston Duke actually was kind of funny in the ten minutes I saw. Wow. Uh, but whatever. Now, for the first time ever, we're doing gaming experiences. Uh, I know Mr. A.E. he did play the uh, DLC for Ultimate Alliance. However, I did play Resident Evil, which you can check out the live stream on our YouTube channel, The Nerd Coalition. Uh, check that out. I had I live streamed the full game. It I I was stressed. My blood pressure was shot up playing that game. I don't like horror, so I'm gonna just give you a quick review of it. Um, I never, the only Resident Evil pl- game I played was four. That was the only one I played only because my cousin had it. Other than that, I was never really never big. Played no, I never played five. We got to get you on five when you get free time. Now. Yeah. I, I looked at it as I, I'm not more, yeah, I'm not, I'd rather not do the ahead. action type of Resident Evil. Oh, five. I, I'm more, I'm more of the puzzling. You got to find this, to open that type of thing. I like well, that. I mean, would it try try it out on Switch? Then it can't be that scary on Nintendo. <laughs> With the frame rates they got, maybe. Actually, it wasn't Resident Evil Four was on Nintendo. It was on GameCube at that. So hey, <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I played Resident Evil Four on the Switch. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Um. Good. So one thing I gotta say about this game: the look is beautiful. The graphics are great. I did have a fun time playing this game. I do not like horror though. So when it really like I was going through corners like creep like moving slowly, ready to jump. Nemesis seeing him run is is one of those things from a nightmare that you really wish didn't happen. And it got to, it, um unlike Mr. X in Resident Evil 2, um I haven't I haven't uh faced him in Resident Evil 2, so I don't know how he works, but from what I've seen, he just walks and he can't enter certain like areas. Whereas Nemesis, he will walk into a building to hunt you down. And that is the most horrifying thing in the world. I thought Yo, I was cool. I, I, What's up? I thought a side note. I saw yeah. a video on Facebook. I, I don't know if you saw that with the Nemesis. Was stuck behind a gate somebody was playing. And he's like, and the dude is taunting Nemesis. He's like, oh, but you want to come through the gate? You want to come through the gate? And I seen Nemesis just jump and disappear i'm like where did he go yeah, yeah he, he does that is right behind him i'm like he does Whoa. that he does that there's a part of me like screaming in the game and i just had to pause because i was like no i i, I don't know if i could do this i don't know if i could do this but when i tell you he was running he was schmoving this dude was coming after you i was it i never want to see someone that big running in the speed of like that ever in my life Ever in my life. Um, also, the good. The story, I thought, was pretty good. I thought this was really good. It did, um, since I did play a little Resident Evil 2, as you could also watch on the channel. And they did tie some 
things together that was into and answer some questions that was from two in this game. So I like the parallels of that. Uh, going into the bad, the length of the game, the game is really short. It's about six hours long. So I was really surprised at wow. that. I It took me seven hours. It took some people five hours to beat it. So it's not... Is no lasting appeal to it, which is kind of disappointing. Other than the multiplayer aspect, which is a completely different game. <clears throat> so they package uh, pretty much two games for $60. Now, um, the other bad. I feel like the first third of the game was more horrifying than the rest of the game. After the first third, it just went straight to action. It went straight to action. And I w- I'm, I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong with that, but... I feel like for for that series, it I feel like the horror should be concentrated more. Um, what else was bad? Uh, the ending was meh. I didn't really care for the ending. However, I I can't take away my experience from it. I did have fun playing the game, and for that, I have to give it a hashtag. Give it a chance. For that alone. Uh, again, you can check out my review on the uh, Nerd on the Nerd Coalition channel. See me running, see me scared, playing like well, not running, but see me get completely horrified. And yeah, so make sure you check out the live streams of that. And if you want to check out more live streams, we are playing uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, this weekend at the time of this recording. So check that out, uh, Mister A E for your uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC review. Well, my friends out there already told me how they felt about Marvel to Alliance 3, so I said, well, I will sail this ship alone. <laughs> right. So, but they got their final, so far today, uh, DLC called Shadow of Doom, which uh, has an extra story in there, mm-hmm. and uh, you get the DLC characters, the Fantastic Four, including Doctor Doom as a playable character. Mm. So, I thought the whole thing, first of all, like I said, I've been having a blast playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I think it's a very underrated game. I don't think they didn't do much to, uh, you know, sell the game to people. Yeah, promoting and, it was bad. The promotions yeah, were bad. It was bad. And I think the problem with that was they were going off it being more modern Marvel. It should sell itself. But I'm like, it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So, mm-hmm. honestly... Those other games did good before. I really think that you would have a good time, you know, selling it. And then maybe it just being a Nintendo exclusive probably could have hurt it also. Yeah. You know, like I said, uh, there are people that went out there to get a Switch just to play the game. There's people that would be like, well, I did. So, you know, but since we all have Switches, I, re- I still recommend the game. So uh, the DLC is not long. I, I mean, I put it all up on... Um, the channel in four parts so it was only told me by about an hour hour and a half to do so mm-hmm. it, it wasn't that long me personally i don't always need long things because i played I, I played through 12 chapters of the game and the game could be the, the game was pretty lengthy i you know if, if i do all the live stream i think we can get it done in about a good 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 amount of hours okay Once again I'm, I'm i don't need a marathon of a game right right um, the fantastic four is great they're my new characters. I actually want to run through the game again with the Fantastic Four. Nice, you know, so I can uh, 
leveled them up and everything to get gems to them and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a they are like Mr. Fantastic and the Thing are my are my new favorites. Mr. Actually, Fantastic look awesome. Yeah, when you when you use the team though, it's like there are certain team assists that I just love. Like obviously, Sue will put you in a force field so you can you know take less damage, and the whole team gets a force. That's one of her special moves. And I'm like, but she only does that, you know, when she's with her family. So I was like, I mean, I mean she oh. probably does also with the uh, with the other heroes that you probably pick. But that's a, that's a great assist that I like having. And usually, you get different bonuses when you when you put certain teams together. So right, right. Uh, I know it was great. There is a hard part when you when it, the fighting the celestial mm-hmm. is not hard. It's getting past the path that I had to take. That is a bitch, <laughs> and that took me, that took me some time. Also, because you, you have to find a pattern, and it's really, really annoying. Uh, and then when you had to fight God level Doctor Doom. Yeah, it took me about twice to do it, but I finally did it. And then when you do that, you unlock out the Doom. If you, mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, this is pretty good. So since and he's unlocked it, he's like at like level fifty five when you when you unlock him. Mm. So he's at a good high level. So yeah, it it, it was it was really good. I, I I recommend it. I think the DLC is worth it because it adds a ton of content with each one when it comes to the Marvel Knights pack, the X Men pack, and the um, the Fantastic Four pack. It's looking like the way it ended, with the, even with the extended story, that we're probably going to do a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 4. Okay. So, hey. that looks to be fun. The only question is, I don't know if it's going to be a Nintendo exclusive, or if they're going to bring it back out to PS4 and Xbox. Uh, it may, it probably will go to other systems, because I did hear about the sales of it. It didn't do as expected. It didn't, I, I said people was probably trying to sell it was Marvel, and I think it being a Nintendo exclusive did probably you know kind of hurt it, especially when the older games is on PS4 and Xbox. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely I I rank it. I give it a high B. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I I I enjoyed the DLC. Like I said, I, I enjoy playing the game, and now I go back into the Affinity Trials and try to. Unlock stuff. The danger room is a bitch. I hate doing that. <laughs> but you know, they unlock new costumes, stuff like that. When you play the game and beat it again, you unlock Thanos. So I'm all, I've been spamming with him. So it's a lot of replay value, at least. Oh, it has a lot of re- re- replay value. And then when, then when I get stuck somewhere, I take a break. I go, I go focus on another game before I even go back to it. So now, like I, I beat the game twice. I beat uh, all the DLC except. For the Phoenix, and except for uh, what's the, uh, something else, I think I didn't beat. But yeah, it has a lot of replay value. I didn't do any of all the affinity trials. I didn't do all the danger room stuff. I didn't do the uh, nightmare element where you know it's like different vampire stuff is possessed when you go back through the game. So there's a lot of replay value and a lot of things you can unlock with the replay value. So I definitely highly recommend it. And if y'all ever do get the game, which I know is probably not going to be no time soon to any, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All three of us can get on there and, you know, have a blast. It's, run, it's like really run rampant. I, I do want to get it. I was expecting I to get, get it, it this too. check, but I forgot that uh, I got a new job and I left my old job in the middle of a week. So <laughs> a lot of the, the first week went to mortgage. I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe when that uh, Trump check comes, maybe where we can. Yeah, yeah. Next week, y'all. Next. Okay, week. next week. Okay, cool. Yeah, I kept hearing next this week for a week. We we have <laughs> we have we have been saying that. All right, now uh, we're gonna go in our main topic now, which is uh, toxic fan base. Now this is a topic um, I wanted to bring up that uh, I thought about about a couple weeks ago. Because there was a lot of drama going in. Well, there's always drama going into the My Hero Academia, um, the My Hero Academia fan base, and if it's got to the point where it feels like no, it doesn't even feel like the fans are worse than the haters of the series. I never, oh, yeah. I never been part of a fan base where the fans want this series to fail worse. Like, like I've never seen this. I've never been in a fan base where fans want this series to fail so bad. It, and it's kind of incredible, like because you wanted, you want the series to do good, but it's like people always feel like they have to say something about something. Now the situation happened. Now mild spoilers for those who don't watch the anime. Uh, there are mild spoilers of it, and this is just part of the drama. There's a lot more we could get you deep mean into. For, oh wait, you're about to get into. Anime spoilers or manga spoilers? Um, manga spoilers? Yeah, so spoilers for people who don't read them. Yeah, only watch the anime. who only watch it. Um, spoilers to anime uh, onlys. Uh, spoilers to manga readers if you haven't got to this part. So currently oh, there uh, is a war arc going on in My Hero, where villains are infiltrating. Where I'm sorry, where heroes are infiltrating the villains. Yeah, now. Great. One of the heroes, his name is Hawks. His quirk is to con- he has feathers. Um, he has feathers on his back, and he could control each feather to a T, so he could feel like vibrations. Each of them are almost as strong as a sword, so he could cut up things with each individual feather he has. And he was fighting this um, opponent named Twice. Twice' power is to um, clone himself. He could clone himself and clone other people. Now, part of the job, Hawks was supposed to infiltrate the villains just to get all their plans so this this infiltration for the heroes into the villain base could go successful. He said Hawks is the most dangerous person out of all of them because, because of his power. If he could clone anybody and himself, the tides will change dramatically. So he has them pinned down into a corner. He's like, look, you could change. We could work. I can help you get better because that's what friends do. But if not, I'm going to have to kill you. Twice is like, no, these villains are my friends at the end of the day. And Twice is a very likable character. Um, I'm not sure how he is to you, Q. But Twice is a extremely likable. likable. He's a very likable character to the point where it's like you wish he was a hero. But um, he has such a... He has such a... Um, bond with his teammates that he would never let them down he has such a care it it's a lot of heart in him and that's why hawks is like look you can be a hero you're not a bad guy so if you just like you could turn yourself in we could get you a program where we could help you out get you therapy all that and put you in the hero program so you can help people instead of doing this but hawks uh twice was not with it so twice was trying to run away and it ends up hawks Hawks had to kill him at the end of it. The the toxic uh, the the whole drama coming in is that people are saying Hawks should have never killed twice, and that Hawks should be canceled as a character 
because he killed twice. And I'm like, you do realize it's his job as a hero to take out the villain by any means necessary. That was what Hawks was introduced as a spy that was willing to do anything and everything to make sure he brings the peace of the world all around. People are mad at now people took this and went to the voice actor of Hawks and they're saying, okay, we got to cancel the voice actor now as well. And everyone is writing him death threats. Everyone is uh, bashing him on Twitter and all that to the point where it's like, he's coming out. It's like, you guys, you know, this is a fictional story, right? This is not really happening. This is out of hand. It's completely out of hand. I don't, I don't know what, why it got into this point, but um, also want to get into your opinions or, or your experience with uh, toxic communities as well. On top of this, from uh, any of you guys on this end. Well, is it, is it, okay. I didn't know it was our turn. Oh yeah, yeah. You you guys could go ahead unless you have questions or me or anything of that nature. Well, I am obviously very into sports, hmm. so there's a lot of types of fandom there, and I'm in a lot of things. Obviously, that we do geek culture, pop culture, stuff like that, and wrestling. Some of the worst toxic fandom I see that I have experienced has been within wrestling, and it has been within uh, geek culture that for some reason, you know what I'm saying, the fandom is very, very, very toxic there. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I see toxic fandom in sports also, but where I really, really see it from like, there, there are times where I don't like arguing all the you know times when it comes to like geek culture or, the, or wrestling culture. And, um, but that like I can argue sports. I, I, sometimes it'd be cool, but it, it, people just passionate about their teams when they when they lose it. If they win, they got they ain't got shit to say. Right. But I, I it's it's some of the most nastiest things that I have seen. And you know, and I, I know people say people say they don't get it, but you know, I I think we are too invested sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I I really think that people. They, they take the time they spend on like things that are real to people it, they, they take it personally and I'm like there's more realness in the world like I remember one time you know uh, this was years ago so I'm just saying so you don't even probably feel the same way but I remember you saying I like doing all this stuff because it's an escape for me and I had to I had to, to answer like well what are you escaping if you don't even go deal with it Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what a lot of problems with a lot of things have. They there's so much escaping to this fantasy world that they don't even deal with the real world. They even know how the real world works, right? And there's nothing wrong with being there. There's nothing wrong liking what you like, and there's nothing wrong with obviously an opinion. If you can have an opinion and you can you can debate and argue about that, I mean that that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But there's no fact like this. Obviously, me and Q Flow can argue about. You know, obviously, Tommy as the best Power Ranger of all time. Mm-hmm. I do. Not arguing not, that, I agree with you. <laughs> okay, so see, I think he's. I I really think he's overrated, and he's one of the worst leaders to ever step into a Power Rangers thing. There are people out there that criticize me for that. Now, once again, 
of course, you, you you got the whole thing. Well, it's my opinion. Type thing. I, I mean, I got facts to back, back my claim up. But if you are, if you like Tommy, that's fine. I'm not going to go bomb your house because you like. Mm. I'm not going to sit there and go try to rape the kids. I'm not going to sit there and say racial stuff to you because I because you like Tommy and I don't. That's just you know. I've, that's seen, I've seen comments where people were mad at you too. Exactly. And, I'm, just like, uh, I'm like, I don't keep them coming. I don't care because you know y'all give me content. I'm gonna say, but it, after a while, it, it gets, it really gets nasty. I've had gotten since being on YouTube for five years. I have got some very nasty and racial comments about things that I uh, believe in or things that you know say that I consider that, that that's my opinion, especially when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. And things like that, uh, of things like that. I'm just like, you know, I and I get it. I'm passionate too. So it ain't like I'm somebody gonna say something to me and I'm gonna just let something slide. I, if, if we're gonna have a debate about something, I do wanna know why. Sometimes I'm, I'm not the kind of guy, I can be honest about this, I'm not the kind of guy to be like, well, it's my opinion. I'm, eh, it's, I'm a debater. I like debating. I like to either be convinced to your topic or I just like to get my point across and then we can just leave it in the middle. You know, everybody's not necessarily a debater. Everybody's not necessarily want their point. Some people just aren't good at explaining why they like what they like. They just like it. You right. know what I'm saying? So that the, it's not like, you know what I'm saying, I hate you afterwards. Like the, the other day, for example, uh, Q-Flow, we, we was watching WrestleMania 36. Mm-hmm. He felt that Edge and Randy Orton was the best last man standing match he ever seen in his life. Mm. And I'm like, not for me. But to his defense, he said to him, and I don't know how many last man standing match he's seen, but I'm like, I've seen too much to, to great that even in my top 20. Right. Yeah, no. That right. was my first one. So. Is that, so I'm saying, so I'm like, yeah, let me show you these. What I'm saying, but... I ain't stopped the review. I ain't said nothing about his fiance, nothing about his mama, no, you know, nothing about his brother or anything of that nature. I I really think, especially with the Star Wars thing, also, I really think that we are way too caught up and we put too much value mm-hmm. in something that doesn't need that much value at all. Right, right. We we give our all on th- on something that's just giving us entertainment. Yeah, and now since it's mm-hmm. now. Especially now that that is not here, you know, it's it, it just like look, man, look, you, you you worship a false god, it will be taken away. Right, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. That is very true. That's very true. And yeah, yeah. I actually have a good example. Like um, the other day, I saw something on Facebook. It said, uh, "Name your top five wrestlers," and I put mine's up there because I was like, you know, let me just, you know, I don't watch too much wrestling. But these are the people I will look out for if I when I do watch wrestling, and I put my top five up there. And people in the comments are like, "Really?" And like some people are like, "Are you serious?" But then you had people like you was like, "You know, as someone that doesn't watch wrestling that much, this is a pretty good list." Uh huh. So I it I would it's more of like you have to come with a certain mindset. Like even the haters of my hero, they at least like have like good arguments to say, okay, this is why I don't like the series. And I could see, it was like, okay, I could see that from your point of view and I totally understand it. That's totally understandable. And they even defend, like, the authors, like, when people are attacking, it's like, yo, 
it's not that big of a deal. Can you, y'all, y'all just got to respect this man. This is the way he wanted his story to be crafted. If you want your story to be crafted that way, you have to write your story. So, it, yeah, that's a fact. What was you just going to say, Mr. Haney? No, no, I'm saying no, I, I, I agree with you, with you 100%. And then once again, if they don't like the way the story is laid out, you know what I'm saying? There's, nobody is holding nobody's gun to nobody's head and telling them you have to support or like this. Right, exactly. exactly. Now, we already know how I felt about Bleach. But uh, I wouldn't go deep to say I'm toxic. I appreciated Bleach for what it was. That ending was not handled well. That yeah. is just that's criticism. And people get criticism and opinion what like, criticism and completely bashing confuse. I would say. Uh yeah, they also do that too. And you know, I I said this look, for somebody on here, I am not the strongest anime guy. Mm-hmm. I know that, mm-hmm. and my pro- like my problem with anime has been the same problem I have had all these years, which I get criticized for. It. I think it's too op. There's no they balance. are they they are it's there's no walk around there they are way it, too it, op. But I, I get it. But I'm just saying, but, but, but even but even by that, I'm just like I made the joke. I'm like even the mailman is op. I'm like everything <laughs> is is like on a thousand. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, there's, is, anime to me is like, kids my son's age going outside and playing, a uh, made up game that they made and them just adding rules as they go so they won't lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what anime. That, is. It, you just described bleach. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's sort of nature, like I'll say. Well, oh, you know. Wait, wait, swag, swag. You know what he just explained, Overlord. I, I never watched Overlord. I can't. Really dude say. makes up his yo. The dude in the game. It's like it's like everybody's fighting the the writer of a video game. It's like he just makes up things as he go. I'm a warrior class. You're a knight. You can't beat me. Wrong. I'm a mage. Like dog. What? You was just in knight. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's that's what I'm talking about, and that kind of stuff for me is annoying. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's like, okay, so what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And then that's how we want to go out to fight. And I'm like, they keep adding this, but I'm this, and I'm this, but I can do this, I can do this, I can do. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So, you're, so what is the point? I'm just like, if y'all going to keep outdoing each other because it's like nobody truly wants to lose, that takes me out of it. Right, and, and and it's like I I'm a big fan of anime, but I've also have to agree with you on certain places. It's like yes, this is too. Example: I hate Super Saiyan Blue. I do not like it because I think uh-huh. that's a waste. I feel like Super Saiyan God should have been the pinnacle and it should have been the end. They did not have to go to a level superior over that when Super Saiyan God was supposed to be the superior level. Uh-huh. I hate Super Saiyan three. It's a worthless transformation, and it's very worthless. It, it's it's certain things like that where it's like you guys are going too far without really, with no consequences. I should say. It, that, 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 that's the word I look for. No consequences. And then there's no there's no what can I say? There's no gauge really. It's like how do we know we you were at your limit to begin with? 
That's that's, 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 that's so another reason why I don't like Tommy. What's his limit? <laughs> right, because he has a master morph. He can he has a master morpher. He can turn to any one of his rangers now. Like said near not a no one never in nineteen ninety five. So where the <laughs> hell does she come from? You know what I'm saying? So it just as time goes on and they keep adding things to certain characters and making them OP and OP and OP and OP. That's why I was like, okay, when people talk to me about anime, I, I like Dragon Ball because, you know, every African-American likes Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you, like, you just signed up for it. <laughs> uh, I, I like Pokemon. I like Yu-Gi-Oh! Because when I watch Yu-Gi-Oh! When I watch Pokemon, there was a balance to it. Right. And when I watch Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm just like, look, Joey's cool and all, but he can't beat Yugi. He's just not on that level yet. Right. It's just like, you know, uh, Tia can't beat Tristan or Joey. She's just not on that level. And it's just like, okay, Kaiba couldn't beat Pegasus. He's just not on that level. Yugi can beat Kaiba. Or, you know, so he had to cheat to win because he knew Yugi, he couldn't beat Yugi. Right. This man was, this man was threatening to, to kill himself because he knew he couldn't win. There's a power that, scaling system. Is that that's the kind of thought right. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. And then all of a sudden after Battle City, then that shit just went crazy too. And I was just like, Well, I'm done. I left Yu-Gi-Oh! San Diego Pokemon. I'm like, okay, we know Ash ain't this powerful. Red is still losing. Ash. <laughs> okay. And you know, I'm just like, okay, Ash be getting by everything with the skin of his team. I'm just like because this Miss Pikachu should be like a level 5,000 by now. Yeah. But. Miss <laughs> Pikachu is level 8,000. And I'm sitting there like, okay. Who's a starter? Like, okay. it, it, exactly. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there like, okay. I didn't ask him when it breaks the rule. Because I swear he ain't got but six. He's supposed to have six Pokemon on his belt. He got more than that. I don't, I don't care what anybody <laughs> say. But, uh, you know, it was a balance until it started getting into the, the newer stuff. I think. It's just like, oh my god, why, why are we, you know, adding so much to the stuff? Why can't there be a necessary balance to a fight or something that that nature, and then to the point where, you know, it, it takes the mm-hmm. it takes the fun out for yeah. me. I was, I would argue, like now it's starting to get in the even more of an even playing field because. Uh-huh. Um, I would say battles are more strategic now when uh-huh. it comes to certain name. Like, uh, example, Fire Force. You have a certain class for certain types of uh, pyrokinetics. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this one is strong against that. So if you get in a fight against this, it won't work. It would be something right. like that. Now, now, not to not to uh, travel too far back, Mister Amy. I do got to call you on that uh, on, on putting Yu Gi Oh up. The heart of the cards was a cheat code, bro. <laughs> like, pot of greed. You're right. You know what? No one. You, you, you absolutely right. The heart of cards, Drew. The heart of cards. No drew. way you shuffled your deck and you pull exactly what you need every it's, Like, yo, you know, there's no. Right. The heart of the cards is a 100% shooting shot. Like, what? You're absolutely right. Shooting 100 for 100 with the heart he, of the cards. He didn't feel that, you know, because look. I, when I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh, hard cards worked for me like one time. <laughs> yeah, I said, I, 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 I got to like, look at it. Are you even shuffling your deck? How are you? <laughs> no, no, way, no way you got the heart of, heart of the cards. No way you shuffled your deck, pulled out each piece of Exodia. Get out of here. 
Okay, that is a little too powerful. That's too powerful. (laughs) See, I had a problem with Exodia also. I'm like, oh, here we go. There's a video video out on YouTube called How Yugi Cheats in the Middle of Duels. (laughs) Pot of Greed. (laughs) It just just dawned on me. I'm like, wait a minute. um, Pot of Greed. And, and magical hats. I'm like, this shit should work like this. Part of me is hilarious. <laughs> I don't care what they would say. That is hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I, that that just popped in my head. But no, um, I I totally understand your uh, end of it. And there's like, like when I before I came to wrestling, I would say, why would I watch it if it's fake? And you had that argument. That's why I was like, I was, I didn't understand it. So instead of like bashing me. Or belittling me, you informed me. Like, okay, I, this I, I, isn't. Now, I like that too. However, I'm going to consider that a little bit different. And this is, this is what I'm talking about. Uh huh. When it comes to fandom, I get it. Mm-hmm. You, if you're not a fan of wrestling, and I'm like, okay, you know, why are you not a fan? Well, I think it's stupid. I don't like, you know, the current matches that they do, stuff like that. I'm like, and they, I'm a fan. If, I try to respect the fandom. However, when it comes to somebody's livelihood, job, or athletics, mm-hmm. I'm one of those kind of guys walk a mile type thing. Okay. Yeah. So if people are telling, it's different when people say, I don't like wrestling, and you say why, and I mean, I'm not into the characters, I'm not into the matches, it, it looks bad to me. That's fine. You, mm-hmm. you That's don't fine. have to like, you don't like wrestling. But if you're telling somebody, you know that's invested into it, or even tell like one of the wrestlers it's fake. By the way, uh, side note: we're going to talk about this on on no gimmicks, uh, no gimmicks needed. Watch Dark Side of the Ring episode four, Brawl for All. Mm-hmm. You'll you yeah. know so you'll see how not fake it is. I'm saying so when people feel as though they, they, they like man. Why am I going to go play a basketball game if I go outside and play basketball? I'm like, it ain't as easy as people make certain things out to be, right? Because they, they feel like I, I don't like that. I'm not a cartoonist. I'm and I'm like, you know, p- p- people when they come to anime and they say, man, what, they get mad at, at the, the writer. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to be a writer? Especially, right. yeah. especially in Japan because apparently they get no days off. The that, so, the uh, the author of Naruto he had to wait until he got married. I would say, m- not even midway through the series. It was like the first third, I believe, and he didn't have his wedding until the end of the series. Yeah, but Dang. see, but see, that right there, I wouldn't because you got to have a love for what you do, mm-hmm. and you got to love have a love for the fan base because once again, there is no life when you when people are a fan. Right. And me personally, I'm like, fuck him. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. He may not feel. That's something that he's passionate about. It's kind of like right now, kind of a little well, bit when we do YouTube. Man, you know how I want to say fuck it. We're going to roll spank that. Well, it's already, it, to, it's to already a degree. Watch it when there ain't no fans there. To a degree, right. it's their livelihood as well. They can't just up and walk from their job and just, you know, their family can't eat and all that. Oh yeah, you no, know. no, no. It's still like that. I have to say the way I feel, just like, just like oh, right now. You no, know. yeah, I totally understand that. I know people want to watch content. There are a certain amount of people, mm-hmm. whether it be uh, two people or three, thirteen thousand people, right? That like the content that we do, and there are just days, especially now, where 
you know, your morale ain't just there. Right. Dude, I've been having them days. (laughs) And when your morale's not there, you're trying to find what to do and what you want to put your energy on. And then there's some days that, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. But over there, like last week, I was I, I was like time for the comeback. We can kill on the videos, mm-hmm. and then today I was like, "What should I do?" Because I'm like, maybe I should go record some gameplay. But I'm like, but I'm not gonna be invested in that like that. Right. Or maybe right. I should go record some movie stuff or watch some movies. I'm like, but I'm not. I don't find am I gonna be invested in something like that. And right there, your, your morale is down, especially because of what's going on out here in the world. Yeah. And it's like. But you got people that's there. I just did a poll uh, yesterday, and even if it was like 70, 80 people, I'm like, oh, my God. There's still a, a little audience out there that wants to see what we got. Right. Right. So, and Yeah, I was like that playing certain games this week. After Resident Evil 3 was over, I'm just like, I don't even feel like streaming for the rest of the week. <laughs> I mean, I mean I was, that's going to change when Final Fantasy comes out. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, if you haven't, if you checked out the Super Crush KO game, first of all, it is excellent. That was probably one of the most fun games I, the most fun I had on the Switch in a while. Um, but yeah, it, it it was great. But it was like after that, I was like, I'm, I'm drained. It's almost um, like I don't even want to play this. I'm playing this. It felt like I'm playing this because I have to. Gotcha. And that's what takes mm. the fun out of it if you have to do it rather than you want to right. do it. Mm. But uh, we kind of trailed off here. But uh, but yeah, no, that that's the whole thing with fan base, especially with us well, being like, in it and, you know. Oh, yeah. I feel like, see, here's my thing, though. It's like, I feel like, um, like, like when it comes to WWE's fan base, like, they're, the fan base is toxic, but I feel like the haters are are even worse mm. than the fan base. Simply because, like, like I seen a video of I don't, I don't know if, if, if y'all remember I told you the video where non wrestling fans react to wrestling entrances. Uh huh. And this one dude on there, like some of them, like some of them, like were giving criticism, like oh, all right, that was cool, whatever. But this one dude was just hating the whole time. Then he goes off on a tangent, right? Talking about, man, if I was a wrestler, this would be my entrance. And word for word, talk, he describes Stone Cold's entrance. He's like, man, I walk in, had somebody throw me a couple beers, and I just, ah, I splash him. He's like, that's Stone Cold's entrance. He's like, what? No, nobody does that. He's like, that's Stone Cold's entrance. He's like, put it on. And then he does, and Stone Cold does exactly what he says. He's a, and this dude goes, all right, but that's not what I was talking about, though. I'm like, dog, you, that's exactly what you said. So, like, the haters are worse than the fan base, but the fan base have said some truly nasty shit. Right. Like, uh, Roman should have died from his cancer. Or, yeah, that's, Rings, hey, that's but, like, uh, yeah, taking Paige, it too far. A, a bunch of shit about Paige and all that. It's just like, yo, you guys are disgusting. It's a like, lot of racism, but. You're damned if you do it, damned if you don't. Right. There's also uh, Christian rap, too, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, If you want to get into that. If you want to get into that a little bit, yeah. Christian rap's fan base is kind of disgusting. I hear hear a lot from you. I don't even try to get in that field because it's just too much going on. And I think there was... Go ahead. Well, no, I, uh, one of my favorite Christian rap, KB, he just got off a record, and I know people are like 
bashing him about it or bashing someone about no, it? No, 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 no. They're like, no, some of them are celebrating it like, like they had beef or something. Like, I don't know. But, but no, no, the fan base, the Christian rap fan base is terrible too. Some of the times, like, they're, they're, there's racism in it too. I, mm. I kind of learned that, like, I, yeah, right. I thought, I didn't think it was. Silly, silly, naive cute, man. There's racism in it. And it's just like, yo, you guys, man, this is not what this is about. But whatever. All right. So there's toxic fan bases everywhere. The cosplay, cosplayer fan base. For, I mean, yeah, always a for people, a fact. Yeah. Especially when you're black. Especially when you're black and cosplay. Oh, you can't do that. They're not black. Like, and then they just go off, you know, trolls everywhere. Yeah. Don't have a, you know, they got an anime pick, not a, and a fake name. Go off on a tangent, being extraordinary racist. So, it's just it's it's toxic fan bases all over the world. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's no real answer to like like what where what can we do to fix this? Like, it's really nothing you can do because they're always going to be here. Well, right. It's 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 really nothing you can do to fix it. However, it um, how do I? try to explain this. It's like, because sometimes, no, you you really can't dial back certain things. Mm -hmm. You you really can't. It's like, it's really really hard to probably try try to find a curve in it. I mean, it, it has to come within the fan base. Right. And I, it's like this. Since I'm very into Power Rangers, I have been sitting here patiently waiting for the next DLC. Mm-hmm. And there have been some very harsh comments on their Twitter about where this stuff is at. And I'm like, and then there are people are saying, I'm like, do y'all not see what's going on in the world right now? Right. And I'm like, everybody, it ain't, it ain't just your block. It ain't just your state. It's, the world, the it's world global. is affected by everything that's going on out there. So everybody can't get content to you, you know, uh, as as much as they want to. And it's a smaller studio, so it's not like they have you know what I'm and, the and resources to go out. Exactly, and sometimes right. if anybody's working from home, sometimes you, you just can't bring everything. Home, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And especially when, when I see the stuff about Smash, I'm like, look, I didn't like, you know, the Fire Emblem characters, the fifth one neither. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. If that's what, if that's what you're going to have, you know, fine, that's what you're going to do. And that there was a lot of, you know, heat for that character being on there. There's a lot of people that don't like an ARMS character coming out next. Or oh, first of all, they're mad at why ain't he here yet? I'm like, yeah, it's you like know, it takes like, time. <laughs> what the virus hit? Uh, I think they're are they? No, they're in Japan, I believe. But one, it takes time. Two, it's it. Yeah, it's everybody's affected, man. Everyone's affected. Oh no! I was, I, at first, I thought it was in China. That's why I thought it was at first, but I got confused for a little bit. Uh, but I'm like, either way, China it's like start open up. Back. He just started opening up. Certain stores, not mm-hmm. everything. They start opening up certain stores. It's April, right? This shit hit them back in December. They just now opening up some. Th- like, bro, y'all gotta understand some. 
you know, health is more important than what you may like. And the same thing that goes with these movies coming out here now, and Black Widow may, may have to go to, uh, you know, Disney Plus. See, that's that's another thing also, where pe- companies like Marvel, they want their money. I get it. Marvel right. doesn't want their money. <laughs> and I'm like, but see, also, you kind of creating a little storm also. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, sometimes if you want to get delayed, fine. But if not, you may have to. You you may have to just take take that L, lose yeah. some money, put it on the streaming service. Your pride isn't worth all that. Tell anybody else that if you want to understand that pride is deadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it 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 definitely sucks. <laughs> like it's it, it's heartbreaking to see that people are like this. I remember back when the tsunami in Japan happened, like uh, years ago, and the first thing I see online was people saying, "All right, but where's the new chapters in the mangas at?" Like, Japan just got hit with something incredible, and you're wondering where the chapter for a series you love is at. Like, there are people lives, like the people. Some people lost their lives to this. Yeah, but but, but once again. If you if you're not paying attention to the outside, period. I'm talking mm-hmm. about even before this thing hit. If you're not paying attention to the outside, and all you're doing is focusing in your fantasy world, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying you don't understand how the real world works, right? So it's definitely heartbreaking to uh, hear all that. Um, but yeah, we went a little bit over time. Um, I don't really have anything. They quarantine. They're not doing nothing, man. Give them a little more. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I, I I like to do it at an hour and a half for time's sake, for like my scheduling, for my hosting skills, uh, sake. Um, but yeah, it is it is really early in the morning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, any last words you guys have to say about uh this topic at all? No, I'm just, but we we just gotta do we just gotta do better. Yeah. Yeah, right. Be awesome to each other. Be better to each other. Stay in the house. Yeah. Yeah, please stay in the house. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Uh, Q Flow, is there anywhere we can find you? Um, Yeah, you guys can find me uh, wherever you listen to your music. Uh, You can find the uh, Philly Cypher still making noise on uh, YouTube Mm -hmm. at uh, J Naz. That's J N A Z. Yes and zebra. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram too, man. I got some things I'm in the works with. Uh, I'm not gonna tell y'all. That's for the family. And um, just be on the lookout, man. We got uh, we working on the mixtape still, still trying at least. And you can also catch me co-hosting the uh, No Gimmicks Needed podcast with my guy Mr. A and E. WrestleMania pass. Y'all saw his reactions to the matches. Mm-hmm. We got the draft coming up and the results. I think I won, but we gonna see. <laughs> we gonna see. All right, Mister Mister A and E. Is there <laughs> anywhere we can find you? Uh, you can find me hosting the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. A lot of things going on uh, this weekend. By the way, a new wrestling movie came out called The Main Event. That's out now. Well, that's out now. Netflix. That's out now on Netflix. We gonna review AKA it. Like Mysterio. It's it's like Mike with wrestling, so I'm going to uh, check it out. Oh, okay. I remember seeing your reaction for it. Okay, yeah. now I remember so, which one. That, <laughs> like Mike uh, with wrestling. <laughs> that, that comes out, so I'm going to check that out and give another movie experience. So it's going to be a busy 
uh, movie experience this weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we got some other things to talk about, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, Pat, uh, Bishop Hogan and all other stuff coming up. Bishop Hogan? Oh, boy. Yeah. Hulk Hogan turned to a bishop this weekend, uh, this past week, right, right before Easter, right on time, right? Right, <laughs> brother. Let, let all the Negroes know. <laughs> Yes, he like to call us. Uh, but yeah, uh, so definitely check uh, check that out. Also, you can you can also find me on Level Up. Uh, I will be streaming Final Fantasy Seven this week. I keep calling it a different name each time I describe it. Final Fantasy Seven. You'll see me streaming that this weekend. I probably won't do it Sunday because Sunday is Easter, and I want to spend it with my family. Uh, and by family, I also include Mr. A and E in that as well. Okay, I, I thought I, 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 I thought it was like going to be a special moment there with us, but no. <laughs> but uh, yes, I would have made it special, but you just excluded me. D- Dag, uh, uh, all right, you, you've been my family, but all right. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't give my flowers. Um, but yes, I will be. Uh, I probably will take a break on Sunday and then re back up on Monday. And I do not have a streaming schedule yet because I'm not sure how long Final Fantasy is going to be. Um, I heard it's forty hours. What was that? How long? I heard it's forty hours. Great. Even though it's not the full thing. I heard yep, it's, it's not the full hours. game, but it's forty hours. He said, "Great, My, y'all, 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 y'all no, it's, love the marathon." It's like it's something about long games mm-hmm. that really like like it's something yeah, I about swag. Swag is also in the house. Like yeah, like I'm literally waiting to be called for when I could work next. That's that's all I'm doing. Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, and it's something about long games that just feels right. Like once you get a short game, that's like Resident Evil Three. That game had no replay value whatsoever, except for finding collectibles. Other than that, it's like, okay, I'm done. I really got my $60 worth out of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you pay $60 for a 40-hour plus adventure, I that, it feels like I'm actually doing something. Mm. That's where I would say the argument in there. Whereas you, I know you have an extremely busy schedule, so you can't really invest yeah. into something like that. You're right. My apologies. Especially now they whew, Philly schools is closing, closed permanently. 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 Well, until I'm sure, until um, the, the fall. The year. The year's done. The year's done. Until like the year of 2020, they're starting the January. Year is finished. Okay, the academic. Okay, okay. All the right. acad- yes, the academic. Because they were talking about two weeks ago. I thought they confirmed it, but today today was the, the final confirm- confirmation. So. um yeah, I'm sorry. Are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm seriously am. Yeah. I will. I don't ask me to babysit, but I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry, but yeah. So so another hurdle that I will have to leap. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, make sure you join us uh, for all that. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you check us out on your favorite podcast application because, come on, if you're going for your walks outside, you're going to need something to listen to. So listen to us. Spend time with us. So, But thank you for joining us for the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I'm your host, Swag on Zero, and keep flow. Take us out. All right.
we're bringing nergasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.